2: Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. This is going to be a blast, folks. Happy New Year. We are excited to kick off 2021 with this epic debate and want to let you know if it's your first time here, consider hitting that subscribe button as we have many more juicy, controversial debates coming up. Also want to let you know we're a neutral platform so we take no stances ourselves and we host debates on science, religion, and politics and also a ton of other stuff. We just love debates. So with that, want to let you know a couple of housekeeping things up front. First, you will see on the right hand side of your screen we are pumped you guys as it's only a week away before we have the epic debate on whether or not Christianity is dangerous for society between Michael Shermer and Michael Jones, pictured on the right side of your screen. This one is going to be big, you guys, and we want to let you know, you are also seeing on the very far right of your screen, that is our Kickstarter, you could say, funding meter, and so we are very close, we are I think at about 81%, I am stoked, you guys, and so you might be wondering, well, how does this work with a Kickstarter? very easy it's simple as this we in 2021 want to take modern day debate to the next level so that means speakers from all over the place and a lot of these speakers you know they're big time people I mean Michael Shermer New York Times bestseller he's been on Joe Rogan experience and a lot of I mean I could go on and on about his credentials they have bigger honorariums sometimes and so with a lot of debates We can risk kind of like a smaller honorarium like a lot of you we don't mention it a lot during those actual debates but a lot of debates we have actual honorariums where we pay the speakers for example Matt and we're happy to pay it because we think that you know a worker is worth their wages and at the same time some of the honorariums get kind of big to where it's hard for me to take on that risk where sometimes we'll take a loss and it's like well we're okay because we have other super chats from other debates or other ads kind of bringing in money from other debates that can cover for those small losses but sometimes like the bigger losses that's where it's like ooh, we don't want to take too much of a risk and so this kickstarter we think is the future of modern day debate because basically people can just for the price of three dollars the price of a cup of coffee you can watch this thing live it's friday january 8th and not only that but your funding for this kickstarter you're going in with us as we've already contributed money for this Kickstarter from Modern Day Debate, but your adding into it makes this event actually happen because we have to reach our goal in order for this event to happen. And so want to highly encourage you, if you have not yet, the Kickstarter link is in the description. You don't even have to create an account. You just jump on using Facebook or Apple sign in, whatever you want, it's pretty smooth and easy. So highly encourage you to join in with us as we are hoping that this summer, we are thinking that if it if this goes smooth this first time, which we are determined to make it so, we're going to use this for big time events, you guys. So, thank you so much for being here, though. We really do appreciate you. want to say we really do appreciate all of your support, you guys, both in terms of the Kickstarter and in general. The, the live chat has been just so positive lately, and I seriously I appreciate you guys so much. So... Seriously, shoot me an email. If there's anything, a way that I can serve you, make your day better, I'm at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. I try to get back to everybody. Sometimes I'm slow. uh, But with that, thank you all for being here. How this is going to work is our new friend Gek is going to get the ball rolling with his opening statement. Then Witsit will have his opening statement followed by open conversation. Both of our guests are linked in the description. What are you waiting for? If you want to hear more, you can hear more from our guests by clicking on those links. And this format is uh, pretty flexible. So, as we mentioned, it's got those two openings: open conversation, Q&A. So, if you have a question, fire it into the old live chat. If you tag me with at Modern Day Debate, it makes it easier for me to get every question in our Q&A list. Super chats are also an option. And with that, very excited, we are going to kick it over to Geck. Just to First say hello and thank you for being here, Gek. And what can people expect to find at your link in the description? Thanks for being here, Gek.
3: Glad to be here, James. So I work as a cybersecurity professional and work a lot in computer science. So you'll find a lot of things related to cybersecurity, ethical hacking, and different tutorials on how to learn about that subject and field.
2: You bet. Thanks so much. We're thrilled to have you, Gek. You have new perspectives and so so will be a lot of fun. And Witsit, glad to have you back again. If you want to share what people can expect to find at your link, thanks for being here as well.
4: Um, yeah, a little bit of everything, to be honest. But yeah, Witsit gets it on YouTube. We just uh, try to go live every night to talk about what's going on in what I call clown world. But uh, yeah, um, if you can put your big boy pants on and uh, listen to what I got to say or my theories, then yeah, it's a cool place to, Uh encourage you to come check
2: it out. Juicy. Okay, we are pumped, you guys. So we are going to kick it off with Gek. I've got the clock set for you, and the floor is all yours. Thanks for being here.
3: Oh, I um, need to share my oh, presentation. Right.
2: Pardon me for not... Uh, Introducing you to this prior is that if you wave your cursor toward the bottom of the zoom window It'll have a green share button and then if you click that and then on the window that has your powerpoint
3: I can. It says uh, disabled for a participant.
2: Oh gosh, that's embarrassing. Sorry. I've got to change our settings. This is totally my fault Okay, advanced sharing options Who can share all participants and then Should be set now Thanks for your patience. All right. All set so they can see your screen. And I'm going to fit it so it's perfect. And all right. Perfectly set to screen. Thanks so much, Gek.
3: All right. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for tuning in. So for me, in my opening, I'm going to take this in a little different direction, a different approach. Doesn't make sense for the Earth to be flat, and to, before we talk about that, let's go back and define what exactly is science. There's a lot of anti-science, but we, science is used everywhere. Science is the pursuit and application of knowledge and understanding of natural and social world following a systematic methodology based on evidence. But what, what does that really mean? Well, where would you use science? Well, I think a lot of us have probably seen a murder mystery show before, right? Who doesn't love a good whodunit? What happens in a murder case or murder murder trial? You gather evidence, and then based off that evidence, you make a conclusion, right? And about who committed the murder. Well, we do that for everything, and science encompasses a lot of different areas, So when we're doing this, we gather that evidence and we're using it to disprove or prove a hypothesis using the scientific method. So whenever we're trying to prove something, whether it be a murder trial or anything else we might observe in our natural world, we're first making some observations. We're thinking about interesting questions about why something is. Then we formulate our hypothesis. We develop some testable predictions perform those experiments, and then based off those experiments, we record those observations. Then we may do the experiment over again, and we may do it a lot of times to make sure we're getting the same result, but sometimes our results can be wrong. So here's an example. Bob has a Christmas tree store. He sells Christmas trees all year round. Now, Bob wants to increase the sales of his Christmas trees. So Bob's hypothesis is he's going to spend $1,000 on Google Ads to try and increase the sales of Christmas trees in the months of November and December. Now, his sales end up being about 1,000 Christmas trees sold during the months of November and December. So then Bob compares this data to Christmas trees he sold in June and July. Bob only sold 100 Christmas trees in June and July with no advertising. So based off this, Bob concludes that advertising helped him sell more trees in November and December. But there's a flaw in Bob's experiment that he missed. Bob didn't take for count the Christmas season. That's why he's potentially sold more Christmas trees. Just like this, sometimes when we're doing independent experiments, we're not always set up in the proper way to perform an experiment and make sure we're controlling all of the variables. I've seen this experiment with a glass of water. When we talk about I've seen some flat earthers talk about the moon, and the moon actually somehow Emanating cold and they'll set a glass of water in front of a window and a glass of water not in front of a window and the one in front of a window. Might be slightly colder, but there's additional variables in that test. There could be a breeze coming in from the window. The house may not be well insulated. We're not controlling all of the variables in the experiment. This is why it's important when you're talking about an experiment and you're gathering evidence that you're testing that evidence right if The very first piece of evidence was what you based anything off of a murder trial, a lot more people would be convicted. A lot of people are suspects and then based off evidence later, they no longer become suspects. This is the same way we need to look at other things we observe in science. So what is the evidence for the earth being a sphere? Well, we've had years, literally thousands of years that we've gathered evidence about this. We have pictures and videos. The moon, and the stars and everything that we can observe in our solar system and universe with telescopes, even binoculars on a good night, we can see that it is sphere-like. So why would our own planet not be a sphere? If the things we observe and the evidence we have point to that direction, why would it not be that way? Here's the Gemini spacewalk from 1965. Here's a photograph. And I want to talk about computers back in 1965 because they looked a little different than they do today. In fact, this is what a computer looked like back in 1965. It took a lot of processing power just to do a very simple task. Computers were literally the size of rooms. The Apollo space missions were actually written on punch cards. They used punch cards for the computer programs. It took a lot of money. People wonder why the NASA space budget was so expensive. It takes a lot to program everything on a cue card and feed it into the machine. They actually had an issue with this where someone actually dropped the cards or the punch cards and they came out of order. And it took several months to actually get all the cards back in order to make sure the program would run. Our computer systems weren't that sophisticated in the 1960s. So here's another image of Earth from 1968, and yet another one from 1972. This is before anyone even knew Photoshop existed, before that was even a thing. And of course, we have live feeds of Earth directly from space. Is someone sitting there editing these live feeds 24 seven, somehow making up these images and recording them in a movie studio? Does that make sense? Is that logical? Is that profitable for some type of evil organization known as they uh, to do that? I don't know if that makes sense. And this leads me into conspiracy theories. And think of this again, just like in a conspiracy for murder or anything else that you need a good motive, right? Why would someone murder someone? Uh, The same can be said about our flat earth theory if we are all being lied to, and this is some big elaborate hoax, what's the real motive? Who is really profiting off of this? Why is SpaceX devoting a lot of money into asteroid mining and potentially looking that as a future revenue generator if asteroids don't exist or what we know about space doesn't actually exist? That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. When we talk about conspiracy theories, often there's little bits of truth, but then there's a lot of conjecture and there's a leap of faith that's added. And that's normally how, when you tell a lie, if you want someone to believe a lie, you introduce a little bit of truth and it makes it a whole lot more believable. So does it make sense for the earth to be flat? Well, in Proverbs, 1815, one of my favorite books, it says an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. I think after 2,000 plus years of experimentation and evidence, this should be rather clear.
2: Thank you very much. Stoked for that opening and stoked for yours as well. Witsit. Kicking it over to you. The floor is all yours.
4: All right. Um, I'll respond to a couple of the things he said, and then I have a couple of tabs pulled up. I can screen share in a second, bro. If that's cool. um sure. I took a couple notes. So, you brought it up the a murder trial. I guess getting across the idea that um, you need evidence. I guess you know, murder investigations in general require evidence, and then you tie that into science. Um, Well, science is, of course, as it pertains to natural science, the study of the natural world, which is what we're discussing. You're making claims about the natural world. Um, There's three constituent parts of a scientific experiment, right? So there's the dependent variable, the independent variable, and the control variables, right? Right. And so you have your independent variable, which is your presumed cause, after you have your dependent variable, your observable phenomena, your naturally occurring observable phenomena. You then have a presumed cause, you manipulate it to verify a cause and effect relationship. You propose a hypothesis with a cause and effect relationship test. When it pertains to the globe Earth model, and this is never done, none of the core claims about the natural world in any way can stand up to the parameters of a scientific method or scientific experiment. It is actually nothing more than pseudoscience falsely masquerading as science. So just to clear that up, it's going to be very relevant. Um, NASA requires a lot of money. Um, and why would they invest money or tell you that they're investing money in asteroids if they didn't actually exist? Why, If they're lying, why would they tell you they need $60 million a day to send people on the ISS that's, oh, I don't know, 252 miles in the air going 17,000 miles an hour with glitches? So to ask me the motivation of the intricacies of one's deceptions or lies is... Bullish, simply. And then that ties me into the ISS where you claim, I guess, we have live streams of a curved earth from space, which of course we do not. And uh, you can easily impose curvature. We saw that with the Red Bull jump. They told us you could see the curvature of earth from space. Then we sent high altitude balloons up, it's flat. And then that, and then of course, Nildegas Tyson, one of the mainstream scientific communicators comes out and says, oh no, you couldn't see the curvature from there. So to ask me how a lens could impose curvature when we know that's what they do, also isn't really going to cut it as to evidence so all right i'll screen share and break down kind of what the deal is that's cool all right so we uh i just pulled up a few tabs right we were all told that we live on a ball earth one of the first things that we were ever told right it didn't really make sense to us at the time, counterintuitive. Oh, we fall off the bottom. How's the water stick on there? Oh, gravity. What's that? It pulls us down. So, anyway, we were all told this at a young age. We didn't fully understand it, but we, of course, trust the authority position of the teacher. She clearly knows more than us. She's older, right? Um, in fact, we were all in, indoctrinated with this belief that we live on this ball. Uh, this is the default picture of the iPhone when it first came out. This is called the Blue Marble. And, of course, this was presented under the guise that it was a legitimate picture taken in entirety from space and put on literally the default wallpaper of all iPhones, now the most popular phone in the world. So let's see what NASA themselves say about the blue marble. Well, of course, this is the guy that did it, Robert Simmons, and they themselves admit that it is nothing more than computer generated. Um, What's the coolest thing you ever did as part of your job at Goddard, Robert Simmons? Well, By 2002, we had finally had enough data to make a snapshot of the entire Earth, so we did. The hard part was creating a flat map of the Earth's surface with four months of satellite data, just high-altitude compilations, certainly not in a medium that defies physics. Uh, Reto Stockley uh, at the Meteorology and Climatology Office did much of this work. Then we wrapped the flat map around a ball. Then we wrapped the flat map around a ball. My part was integrating the surface, clouds, and oceans to match people's expectations of how Earth looks from space. So this is them literally telling you that the infamous picture we were all indoctrinated with is literally not real. It isn't the real picture, but you claimed in your opener that we went to the moon in the '70s. But of course, this is in the 2000s. We're getting shown cartoons put off as real. So simple premise. To uh, I'm not getting up with time. I'm trying to speed up a little bit here. Simple premise that we need to understand before we engage in this conversation is burden of proof. We should all know it. You make a positive claim, you have the burden of proof. Now, we're going to go through this because this is one of the main things that I have um, glow earthers if you will, say to me often. So making a claim that needs justification, then demanding that the opponent justifies the opposite of the claim. This is shifting the burden of proof fallacy, okay? So, you, so making a claim that needs justification, but then demanding that the opponent justifies the opposite of the claim. That's what the globe earth model is doing and of course falsification is independent of replacement the burden of proof is a legal and philosophical concept with differences in each domain in every debate the burden of proof typically lies with the person making the claim but it can also lie with the person denying the well-established fact or theory this is what the, the people want to say is going on here this is what Globe Earth proponents want to say is going on here. The problem is, it isn't a well established fact or theory. We can get into the intricacies of this. It's nothing more than pseudoscience. There is nothing scientific about it at all. It actually makes claims antithetical to all scientific evidence. So, like other non black and white issues, there are instances where this is clearly fallacious and those which are not as clear. This is what you would say, I guess, or typically your side says, this is not as clear. It's very simple. When you make a positive claim, you have the burden of proof. What do the positive claims of the globe Earth make? Well, they say that we're in a fabric of bending space-time two concepts. So of course, conceptual abstractions cannot have physical properties. It's called a reification fallacy. But they say there's nothingness there other than two concepts. Well, they bend and warp and dilate and have physical properties, and we're in some fabric that isn't actually anything. They say that we spin a thousand miles per hour. They also make a very definitive shape claim and size claim as to what the Earth is. They say the Earth is 71 percent water of course, we know that sea level is the level of the sea surface used in recting the height of geographical features such as hills and as a barometric standard. So we literally measure elevation above an assumed level of sea. They say it's 71% of the Earth, but it's actually bending convexly around the exterior of a spinning object in a vacuum. Then, of course, the way that they explain sea level is with a hypothetical model called geoid modeling, which is not used for anything other than to claim how water bends around an Earth hypothetical model. Uh, that coincides with mean sea level which is again just taking an average and bending it around a hypothetical ball over the oceans it continues in continental areas as an imaginary sea surface surface or sea level surface defined by spirit level and it says right over here i'll tell you right the geoid is safe for the ocean surface would take under the influence of the gravity and rotation of earth alone both presupposed reifications, of course if other influences of as such as tides were absent and winds this surface is extended through the continents. so it's literally a hypothetical extension of sea level being curved through presupposed continents. And of course, the other primary basic claim against natural law that it makes is that we are in some infinitely expanding vacuum of 10 to the negative 17 tor, where a pressurized system sits adjacent. This, of course, cannot happen because the necessary antecedent gas pressure is a physical container. And that's the second law of thermodynamics, entropy will increase. So this is just a baseless assertion that's nowhere close to science. It's actually pseudoscience. It's antithetical to natural, lit- literally natural law. So what is the flattest positive claim? Since positive claims have the burden of proof, we claim the earth is flat. It's a general description of the surface of the earth. Okay, and so we can support this. For one, you can't have specular reflections on a curved earth. This surface cannot simply cannot project this as a specular reflection. Even the most minuscule convexity of this surface would not allow this. These are all over the place naturally occurring we have star trails where we look up in the sky and we will actually see them moving two different directions in the same portion of the sky looking in the same direction. This can happen on the globe Earth when they tell you that the reason the stars look like they're moving is well, they're not moving but the globe is spinning a certain direction, they would have to move in one direction relative to your location on a sphere. We do not observe this. Here's another example. And of course the most important part, they tell us a certain size of the Earth, so that means it has to be curving at a certain rate. We went out and tested this numerous times all over the place. Here's one of the many examples which I see you smile. You've seen it. I do get it. It's quite infamous. Of course, this right here would require and necessitate the radius of the Earth be something over like 264,000 miles. That's over a quarter million miles, over the supposed distance to the Moon. This can never happen. Falsification of the radius falsifies the entire model. So, very simply, um, yeah, we'll come back here to to wrap it all up. You know, they told us that we live on a cartoon from a very young age, and the truth is, the globe Earth has a burden of proof, making positive, definitive assertions about the natural world, and it must empirically validate these with scientific evidence and that's it
2: thank you very much austin we will kick it into open conversation folks i have a feeling this should be exciting so well gentlemen remember we just to keep it you know cordial you guys are both pleasant fellows and so the floor is all yours for this conversation let's see you guys might be on mute
4: no so yeah uh there you go I mean, that's my that's my response to you man like i need some i need some um legitimate empirical evidence i've been looking for about five years i know it sounds crazy on the surface what so i thought but we need some empirical evidence so i mean i guess we could start it like this if you wanted to maybe um to so every the audience can kind of get an idea where everyone's at um there's like i can ask you a couple questions if you're down to answer them so we can get a, gauge what you think maybe um there's no like right or wrong answers it's just like questions All that. Right.
3: I have a, some questions for you because it's kind of interesting. So in, in your presentation, there are certain areas of science you seem to be very big on picking out descriptions and picking apart different words and meanings. So what is your scale for what areas of science are you like, well, the research they did is absolute, but the research that these scientists did, that's a collection of evidence because we're talking about science as a collection of evidence and experiments. These, we're going to throw all these out because they're wrong. So what is your level of saying that this is right or this is wrong? And how do you determine that from your own conscientious bias of this is right because I believe this is right and this goes along with what I believe versus I believe the work that these scientists did?
4: Well, I don't just blindly believe other people. So uh, if it was real science, that means that I can go out and verify it It stands up to the critique of the methodology of science. So that would be the short answer. If it's verifiable, if it's empirical, so repeatable, verifiable, falsifiable, I can go do that. It's practical. I can practically demonstrate and have access to verifying or falsifying a claim. Then that's cool. That's what science actually is. My issue and contention is you take the first step, which is the dependent variable, the naturally occurring phenomena that's the very first step. And then that's all that they have. They run off with just that, just that alone. And then they make up stories. So we see something happen in the sky. They have that. And then they're like, okay, now presupposing the there's a vacuum that defies the natural law that we just ignore. And all these sizes and all these claims, now we can make up stories about lights in the sky. Well, that's actually pseudoscience. You didn't manipulate any calls. You make up cause claims of movement and mechanism claims. So the point is, we have to actually be able to verify things empirically and when we go out and try to empirically verify if the earth is curving it isn't and that's technically a measurement question not a science question but the globe earth makes scientific claims and there's no scientific evidence so simply i don't i'm not impressed with the lab coat and goggles bro I, I need like an actual empirical means of verifiability
3: well i'm exa- what i'm asking is that so for you you want to go out and do it yourself. You want to do your own experiment and verify um, the information. You are not going to trust what other people do. But the very foundation of how technology is built is based on things other people did and trusting that other people built it. In fact, the communication mechanism we're using right now was built on literally hundreds of years. The very first computers were conceptualized in the 1800s uh, for technology. So what what areas are... My phone. Yeah. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say you're so there's certain areas that in science, right, we trust, right? Because we use it every day, mm-hmm. right? We use it for facilitation, communication, we use credit cards. This is all things that have built up over a number of years. And it's not like we can point to like one person who was making up stories or anything. This is why there's scientific consensus. You have a lot of different people involved in order to reduce the chance of uh, things being introduced that just don't make sense, right? That science is not verified. That's why you have so many different people uh, involved, because the more people you have involved, if this is an overarching conspiracy theory, the more people you would have that would reveal something. The more people you have involved in any kind of conspiracy plot, the more you'll have a Judas that will go and tell on you know, what's happening, and betray the- You seem to have a the, misconception,
4: the bro. You seem to have a misconception of how many people are involved in this. I don't- There aren't that many people that would need to know. Most of the people that work at NASA wouldn't need to know. They sit there and interpret data on their computer, and they're just looking at temperature recordings. And then the next guy sits in his computer. Compartmentalization. Uh, the teacher didn't know that the Earth is not a globe that defies physics, and that the story was brought to her by Jesuit priests. She didn't know that. She, she just told me what she believed. So that's a that's a straw man. No flat earther thinks that there's millions of people keeping the secrets. That's completely unnecessary. Not how it works at all. Compartmentalization within the military alone wouldn't allow that. And so it's very simple. Most people believe the lie and then they, you know, by deduction, continue it on with conviction, even.
3: So then who is this group of people that's keeping the lie? Because NASA is not the only space agency uh, in the world, and a lot of this, the scientific evidence has been built up by various organizations over a hundred years now, um, from Real these different areas. Real science was thrown out
4: the window because of heliocentrism, including the father heads of electrical field theory, Nikola Tesla, Oliver Heaviside, Faraday, Maxwell, Charles Proto, Steinmetz, they all knew that, for example, there was some type of a background, but no, the Earth's spinning and revolving. we have to throw out the background. Science has done nothing but devolve because of a devotion to heliocentrism. And what comes with it is antithetical to science. So we have general relativity where they say concepts been as a reaction to Michelson-Morley, which is a little bit technical and stuff there. But the point is actually science has done nothing but derailed and devolved. They uh, interpret everything through a materialistic confinement because we know there's nothing beyond the material world other than concepts, space and time. And, and so now that quantum physics thinks everything has to be material, trying to quantify them, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything to help real pursuit of knowledge it only hinders it because of the confinement of presuppositions so to get down to the crux of the issue we need to go out and test the earth itself we don't need to depend on nasa who brought nazi scientists over through operation paperclip and has provably you know lied to us I i don't know i don't need to determine how many times they've lied or not i don't need to determine who is lying that's basically your question who is this they i don't need to know that you brought up a murder earlier that's a perfect analogy right if Susan, my neighbor, is the nicest girl ever. Everyone loves her. She's super nice. And then all of a sudden she dies and someone clearly killed her. The cops don't go there and say, well, there's clearly tons of shots that hit Susan and she's dead, but she's so nice. I can't imagine that anyone would do this. So until I can figure out who would ever do this, or I don't know why they would do this, then I don't seem to look at the evidence, right? We don't know. We have to just look at the evidence and then we can go from there. You know, Falsification is independent of replacement and, you know, the fact the evidence is independent of motive.
3: But See, there's certain evidence that you'll outright reject. So all. So do you say that all photos and videos from space, they're all false, that someone has edited them? And then how do you explain that from the 1960s and 1970s? So you talked about him stitching those photos together. If I have a photo of myself and I had a red eye and I removed the red eye, does that mean the photo is a cartoon or does that mean it was digitally edited because the resolution of cameras back then were terrible in the 60s and 70s compared to what they are today. I think if we're taking the concepts of the technology we have today and comparing it to the 60s and 70s, that's that's a bit of a misnomer because the technology we had back then was not as sophisticated as what we have now.
4: Yeah, yeah, we can't go back and the, you know, we destroy the technology and it's a painful process to build it back. And uh, you even said it an open and we had huge rooms that we had to use to even use computers. And now my phone is more powerful than a whole warehouse but we can't go back to the moon. Don't worry about that. But we went in the 60s, I promise, and we took a real picture, but we went like decades without showing you another real picture. Then they came out and admitted that the pictures they show us are cartoons. So what you're doing right now is constantly appealing to the authority of the government, singularly NASA. And I don't want to do that. So if we want to get into the meat and potatoes, we need to get to the evidence. Where's the empirical evidence? I showed you empirical evidence of the flat earth. I've been looking for evidence of the curvature of the earth for a super long time. And that's why I think that really, I was saying a productive way to start this, we could be like, well, where exactly... Uh, do you find yourself on this? Because the truth is most people just have a belief that this is true right? Like, do you have any empirical verifiable evidence that you yourself can verify is real of the measurement of the curvature of the earth? No, you have just believed it. You've heard NASA and you believe it. Spin, believe it's no evidence. Space vacuum, believe it's no evidence. And so that's where we need to get to. Do you think, you know, you have some like verifiable empirical evidence for any of those claims that the earth's a ball with curvature, spinning in a vacuum, any of those three claims? And then we can get to the crux of the issue. I've been looking for five years. There is no evidence and all the evidence I go out and find and can verify myself disproves their claims and we have gas pressure on earth and they claim it's in a vacuum. So we got some issues that we need addressed. And if we're being intellectually honest, we're going to have to find some empirical evidence. I mean, if the earth's a globe and it's a primitive, archaic idea to question that it could be flat, it should be a slam dunk debate. Debates wouldn't even exist. So we should have some empirical evidence. Can you think of any, you can pick any of the core claims of the globe earth. we That's why I covered the burden of proof, right? The globe earth has the burden of proof.
3: So I'd like to talk about Uh, Again, you made this point about technology, and that's, that's where I live and work. So you said, why can't we go back to technology that we had in the 60s and 70s? Well, the technology we have today isn't compatible with what we used in the 60s and 70s, because we used vacuum tubes in the 60s and 70s. We don't use vacuum tubes anymore. In fact, We use central processing units in silicon. So the technology that we had back then is very different from the technology we have today, which is why you would have to rebuild it from scratch. In fact, this happens in software development all the time. In fact, technology you were using three years ago, it's often better to rewrite an entire programming application than it is to try and take old programming or old code and reuse it. So the same case could be said for anything that was done, especially written in the 60s or used. Like we wouldn't wanna use punch cards today to program something that a rocket that goes to the moon.
4: Yeah, I feel you on that, bro. But again, what you're doing to me is you're arguing to me a story you believe. You're you're arguing to me the logical framework of how you could explain a story that you believe. I don't believe the story, dude. I, I don't believe that we went to space in 1969 Eight years after JFK said we were going to go to the whole world, we're going to be the first people to go to space in eight years. And we couldn't go to low Earth orbit the seventh year. One of the main guys that was supposed to go hung a lemon on the main module saying we can't even communicate in the same building. We'll never go. Then he blows up in a routine checking of wires. He's gone. They magically go all of a sudden in the eighth year and the freaking president calls them. And so the moon landing, I'm not I don't believe propaganda stories from the 60s. I want some physical empirical evidence. It's 2020. I should have a 4K live stream of the Earth in entirety every single night, and I should be able to zoom in on it live time. I should be able to see rockets re-enter the sh- the atmosphere a thousand times. Not one time in the history of mankind have we ever been shown a supposed rocket re-entering the atmosphere. It's 2020, bro. They're lying. They're lying, and we we have we have to go prove it. And so we need to get to the crux bro do, do you agree that we need to see is the surface of the earth actually curving in all directions or is it flat that's the only way we're I think gonna think get we've to already
3: point. seen it uh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no you're good bro. um i i think we've already seen it so we have videos we have live streams we have satellites that can take pictures of earth and my burden of proof and from a technological side of it what i'm trying to understand is how you hand wave dismiss that Because there's a lot of technological science and evidence that goes into those devices to make them do what they do. And there's a lot of monetary value that has gone in to making sure those systems like satellites and global positioning work the way they do.
4: Yeah, but they can use high altitude balloons, bro. Like, uh, for example, they were trying to get internet in a a remote location a couple years ago. And what they did was they put up a whole bunch of balloons. Now, if we have satellites flying all over the place – why would we have to do that, though? We have satellites flying all over the place. And then NASA admits they still put balloons up as early as the 50s. They didn't put balloons up. Did you know that he that NASA is the number one purchaser of helium in the whole world? And they buy 90% of the world's helium. So uh, that once again, vaguely, vaguely appealing to the idea of uh, you know satellites. Most of them are claimed to be geostationary anyway, which means effectively they're not moving unless you just believe that it feels like we're not moving, but we are moving. So there, there is no satellites. But again, this comes back to we have to measure the Earth because if they were getting in gravitational orbit, you need what's called the radius of orbit, which means you would have to know the radius of the Earth. So we, if the radius of the Earth claim of 3,959 miles is wrong, they did not go to space, my man. It would be literally impossible. You could, You couldn't. So we need to figure out if that value is correct. It's the most efficient way to verify or falsify this globe Earth model. It's not just,
3: you know, believing in stories, bro. you do you think we use satellites for internet? Because mainly there is satellite internet, but generally we don't because
4: we use... 99% of all transmissions are used with towers and underground cables and wires and undersea
3: cables. Correct. And do you know why that is?
4: Because there is no magic space medium where you can just send satellites up in there. And the most efficient way to transmit things is not too high off the ground with horizontal propagation. So the satellites mean nothing. And in fact, it's declassified that high altitude balloons are really the most efficient surveillance uh, methodology that the government uses, the military uses. So
3: seems weird. It's actually because of the latency, but it's because if you have satellite internet, which is available, you can go and purchase it. it the latency is several hundred milliseconds uh, to get back. So if you tried watching a YouTube video, for example, it wouldn't work very well at all right. uh, because it has to go up to the satellite. The radio waves have to travel. And then they have to come back, but you can get going, it and test it for yourself. High,
4: they're going to a high altitude balloon, dude, or or there's actually doesn't it have to be a balloon. There's something called magnetic levitation and electrograph electrographitic propulsion, and quantum locking, magnetic levitation. There's numerous different things you could do actually to have self-sustainable flight. We've been lied to by about pretty much everything. So, as to making definitive claims, I mean, it, it may seem crazy to me that I'm saying, well, they could have something that could self-sustain itself and just be up there and float basically, but. We're told that they actually free fall around on earth that spins in a vacuum. So, to you know, I can prove quantum locking, you can actually practically demonstrate it. You can levitate things with magnetism. So, I don't know what's up there, bro. I don't have to make claims, falsifications, and a pin of replacement. What they told me isn't true when they claim that the RSS is 252 miles up there, it can't be because that's a medium that defies natural law. I just want to stick with what I can prove, dude. I do not believe government stories bro you, we can't we can't they, they set up a whole vietnam war with a lie bro like we need to verify things ourselves don't you agree
3: i think being a skeptic is very good and i think verifying things for yourself is good but there's a certain thing where you can't do everything yourself not everyone can be an expert in everything and not everyone can spend years on an entire subject when you talk about medicine and the different advances in technology being a technologist myself I could not build and program everything or every program myself without additional libraries to do it. It would just take years for it to happen. In fact, this happened back in the 90s uh, because technology, there wasn't a lot of frameworks. Everyone was trying to build things themselves. And it took way too long to get to market. And we had a technology crash. Everyone wanted to do these cool things, but they were building them all from scratch. That's why we build frameworks around things. The same thing can be said about science. Things build on each other. Uh, so when we talk about, you know, satellites and what's being used there and the videos and the photos, I think there is more of a faith thing that those are all fake and that there is some government conspiracy to hide these air balloons and whatnot and magnetic uh, type of devices that are holding themselves well, they don't even hide the Is that not right. a faith thing? Because there's Absolutely. not any evidence of that. I see what you're saying,
4: but, and you could, maybe if you look at it from the outside, uh, it would seem like that, but no, because what it comes down to is when you go look at all the empirical things that we can verify, they're all antithetical to what they claim, so now we're left with only what you're describing, which is pictures, and dude, I've seen high definition pictures of freaking uh, Matthew McConaughey in space, bro, so like, when it comes down to it, that cannot be like the sole thing that i hinge my whole worldview on. A governmental agency, showing me pictures that they've admitted they can provably really fake and pass off as real. They were the background side phones. Everyone thought it was a real picture. Like no one knew it wasn't real. You have to go find that. And so to me, that's just foolish to believe them. And so like, there's one thing right now, this dismantles the whole heliocentric model. We have gas pressure on earth. How do we have gas pressure on earth? The necessary antecedent to gas pressure is a container. It, it, gas pressure is the energy or force exerted on the walls of a container so they collide with themselves elastic collisions and they hit the container so if we have gas pressure on earth and we're spinning actually going 11 vectors inside of a vacuum that's ever expanding at 10 to the negative 14 or 10 to the negative 17 tor right beside the pressurized system with no container how do we have gas pressure bro that gas pressure would immediately migrate it's the second law of thermodynamics it, it would immediately seek equilibrium so how do we have gas pressure on earth what's containing the gas pressure that they say is encompassed in a vacuum.
3: Right, so, and, and I've seen you talk about this before with the second law of thermodynamics and the gas pressure and trying it to be next to a vacuum. And we've all seen people talk about, you know, how the vacuum of space doesn't suck and that's just a medium, right? So I, I don't wanna go down that path because I think that's already been beaten to death.
4: Vacuums but, don't suck, right? Like that would it, the vacuum wouldn't the vacuum of space wouldn't suck the atmosphere. The atmosphere would fill the vacuum. It would go into the vacuum.
3: But I, I would actually point out to the recent evidence, and you probably wouldn't believe this because it's from NASA. But it was the the study about how the air molecules slowly get further away, and that it actually extends out past the moon. Yeah, um, so there is particles the of air. But when yeah. we discover new things in science. It's okay for us to change our understanding of what we had before, and that's perfectly fine because you we need that to means verify this.
4: Was wrong? Would that mean that what you had before was wrong then? Right? Because you had to change it. So that means what you had before was wrong. So it was wrong until just a couple of years ago. There's but it's still- not black
3: and white though either. Um, because Pluto is no longer classified of a pla- as a planet, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist.
4: It's just a light in the sky, though, just like the other planets. And the etymology of the word planet means wanderer. And when I look at them, they're not static, dude. They move under telescopes and P900. So I don't have to believe their stories of what they say, bro. Like, I just want to know why do we, what's contained in the gas pressure? Like, that's how we live, dude. So, what, how, how do we have gas pressure here on Earth in a vacuum? I don't get it.
3: I'm, I'm not an expert on gas pressure, so I'm not going to speak to that and say something that I'm not familiar with. Fair enough. But what I can say, and uh, as a technologist, again, going back to the things we're able to see, study, test, and observe, I'm still trying to understand how, because you've said you've seen pictures and you've seen videos and that you think they're all, they're all fake or they're all movies. And I'm trying to understand how the cost, because NASA's budget alone would not afford for them to have. I think it's improbable that they would just be a movie studio constantly making movies all the time about this $10 fake space. Billion dollars a day, bro. Right, million. but I mean healthcare.gov costs one point seven billion. Right. Oh, so if dude, we want to get into if nonsense. we want to get into numbers about what things cost. Things are expensive, especially million dollar rockets like rockets are super expensive.
4: Rockets are parabolic, bro. They don't even go all the way. They just come back down and they shoot them out to the ocean, dude. Everything they do is sketchy. We have to move on past NASA, bro. I don't believe the government. They started the Vietnam War with a false flag and they've come out and admitted it now. So, like, I don't. Can we not verify it ourselves? You can't have gas pressure without a container. I agree, you said you may not know, but the official explanation of your model is gravity contains the gas pressure, okay? And that gravity is relative to the center of the mass and that it's stronger as proportionately close to the center of the mass. And so if I take gas at the surface where it's supposedly the strongest, it goes in all directions instantaneously, seeking equilibrium omnidirectionally. Where the gra- gravity is the strongest, if I go hundreds of miles up where it's way weaker, gas does not all of a sudden get contained because gravity cuts back on and contains it. it 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 doesn't make any sense gravity has a singular vector of down relative to the center of mass but of course gas has omnidirectional vectors so i i I, it doesn't work it's a claim against natural this isn't something we can just breeze past because it's not like this is my opinion it's a natural law and natural laws for anyone that doesn't know in the audience right it's not like we came up with it or something it's like they just are right we don't have to explain a causal agent they just are they're natural laws so we got to deal with that, bro. You're making a natural claim about the natural world and it's actually antithetical to natural law. Like that can't just be left to fly, right?
3: What do you mean? I mean, for, for years, the scientific consensus was that, you know, when you were sick, we needed to drain the bad blood. So they like, if we're talking about so specifically, and, and I know you're on the gas issue um, with pressure. So you have a hypothesis that it wouldn't exist if you went up that far. So based off that claim, if you saw a video or something from space, and again, it wasn't happening, you would say that's not true, because I don't think that's possible for that to happen. Is that correct?
4: Uh, What what I'm saying is that's a claim that's literally the opposite of natural law. There would have to be a container next to a vacuum. That's all I'm saying. Everything you've brought up is just appealing to NASA, dude. But we can move on. Like if you said you, you conceded, you don't know too much about gas. That's cool. That's just one of them. Like, what about the curvature part? This is something we can all understand. You don't have to be an expert in anything. We go out and we see the horizon. It's horizontal. We see the sun is set on the horizontal earth. Everywhere we go, planes, buildings, doesn't matter. Go out to the ocean, doesn't matter where you go. High altitude, balloons, 120,000 feet, it's flat. That's what horizon means. It comes from the word horizontal. So can we find some evidence of the earth curving? Because if it's curving. At the rate they said it is, which it has to because they said the earth was a certain size, we should be able to find it, bro. If the, if the earth is curving away from you in all directions, you would find it based on a geometric rate, based on the radius. So it would have to be there. And it's not anywhere, dude. Not my, my homies in Cali don't see it. I don't find it in Tennessee. My homies on the east coast don't find it. People in the UK don't find it. It's not curving anywhere. And so if the surface of the earth isn't curving
3: anywhere, what would it be? Well, we literally have, again, pictures and videos from space and everything we see and observe. Does the moon not look like a sphere to you? Hmm, the moon, that's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. So, or or the sun, or any other astronomical body that you examine with a telescope or even high level binoculars nowadays.
4: Yeah, they're orbs. Yeah. Uh, The stars are. Yeah, like the planets, their lights in the sky look just like the other stars or they look maybe a little different here and there and they all look different and they aren't static, they move. Um, And then what what's the sun and the moon? I don't make definitive claims as to what the sun and the moon are, but what your model wants me to believe is that they look like they're the same size in the sky, but they're not actually the same size in the sky. The sun's actually 400 times bigger than the moon. It's just a coincidence that it's also exactly 400 times further away. So they look like they're the same size so we can have eclipses. Your model can't explain the moon. We have eclipses that can't happen on you. I don't, I don't have to make claims as to what the characteristics of the sun or moon are. I don't claim medium. I don't claim solidity. I don't claim sphericity. But if I go into a bar and see a pool table with pool balls on it, I can't then say that the pool table must also be a sphere, even if it was a sphere, which it actually doesn't appear to be one. So there's my answer to that. I mean, it, that's more of a globe Earth problem than anything, the moon.
3: Well, I, I would think it would be a very big a flat Earth problem, because if everything you can see in the observable space is spherical or round, why would Earth be the only thing that's not?
4: Well, how can you prove, wait, we only see one side of the moon, though. How do you know it's spherical if we only see one side of it? How do you know there's another well, side? at
3: least looks round.
4: Oh, circles are round, man. Pennies are round. The pizza, pizza's are round, man. Like, it, it could be an orb, and even if it was a sphere, how would that prove what we're standing on is a sphere? If it's If the, if the surface isn't curving anywhere... How does that mean it's round just because the moon looks like a circle?
3: Well, I'm saying if by deductive reasoning, everything we can observe with a telescope um, looks spherical in our observable universe or what we can see, then why would Earth be the only thing that's not? Well, for one,
4: the Earth is geocentric, so it's the center of everything. So to think it was analogous or synonymous to everything else in the sky that moves over top of it would actually be pretty counterintuitive um the the sky for all recordable history for thousands of years has come back around and started where it's where it starts every year around the center around the center of the earth over top of the center of the earth so why would i think the earth is the same as the lights in the sky that move all central to the earth i mean if everything is central to the earth i don't know i don't i don't make claims about what's in the sky that's what got us in this mess was making theoretical i wonder what up there claims right and we we need to pump the brakes on that because now people think they live on a ball that spins and they go out and they see the sun set but they got to convince themselves even though it doesn't feel like i'm moving and that sun looks like it's moving the sun is still and i'm falling backwards it's clown world so we got you're basically saying if we go out and measure the surface of the earth and it isn't curving and we falsify the radius thus the whole model and it's no way it's curving because we measured it's all over the earth we should throw all that out because the sun's are this, the moon's a circle and i can assume that maybe it has another side and it's a sphere and if it is a sphere why
3: wouldn't the earth be one too we can't just throw out the evidence because of speculation bro no, that's what that's not what i'm saying there is a lot of tests that have been done uh, that have led up over the last 100 plus years about the earth being a sphere because eventually if you go back far enough the world did have a consensus that they thought the earth was flat, right? And then after a lot of different experiments, they came to the conclusion, oh, the earth might actually be a sphere. And then after several hundred years, and this is after, I think it was Aristotle and his experiment involving measuring shadows, he's like, huh, maybe the earth isn't flat. We had a lot of other people that did the same thing, right? Maybe we can sail around, if, if we're a sphere, sail around the earth. So it's not like this idea Came up overnight, like all of a sudden, someone said this. This is something that has been built upon for years, uh, and I think it's kind of interesting um, because, again, in the past, that was the idea that the Earth was the the center of the universe. And more more recently, now the sun is the center of the universe. Are you saying the sun is not the center and that everything revolves around the Earth? And I would ask yeah. why. A lot to unpack there, bro,
4: but I'll hit you with it. I'll hit you with it. Oh, sure. uh, yeah. He, he, uh, the idea we go around the sun and the sun's the center of everything. Helios. Um, that tracks back to sun worship and uh, sun. Uh, so the religion of worshiping the sun for literally Helios. In fact, just a tidbit that'll probably make people spiral. The Statue of Liberty is identical to the ancient Statue of Helios. But anyway, so you brought up Aristotle and you brought up the shadows. It was actually Aristophanes. I'll give it to you, though. It's fair enough. He was a Greek dude, whatever, supposedly. There's no primary documentation of the story at all, but sup- literally there's no primary documentation, just like a sketchy secondhand source. But supposedly went out there, stuck sticks in the ground, uh, just kind of stepped it off and measured, you know, and then looked at st- shadows and wells and assumed that the Earth was a ball. Then he assumed the sun was very, very distant and that the light rays were parallel. And then he took a reverse engineer, the idea of a ball Earth. Of course, not assuming the Earth is really far away and has parallel rays and knowing that it's more local and it has divergent rays, which is all we ever observed, like crepuscular rays, it works on both models. This was done like a couple thousand years ago or so. And then when you brought up Aristotle, it actually, the, this is the crazy part. The globe Earth's actually origin was a religion. So we have like Platonism, Neoplatonism, the idea that the perfect shape is a sphere. A metaphysical premise that the perfect shapes a sphere this comes from plato and then this is literally why they started saying i think the earth's a sphere then aristotle proposed uh the idea that space is a privation so it was also a metaphysical ontological premise it was the idea of the opposite of form and matter being emptiness and nothingness and that's what space is it's basically what they still run with today now you fast forward a jesuit catholic priest actually proposed the big bang theory the idea of how all this universe came into being and so when you track it back, actually, the origin of all the postulations are metaphysical or religious, and they have no empirical evidence. And, and now you fast forward to now, you think, well, surely we have the evidence now. It may have started that way. Come, No, we don't, dude. We, we literally don't. There isn't any empirical, verifiable evidence of any of the core claims of the globe earth. So, I mean, we got to be real here. We didn't lie. You didn't lie. Your teacher didn't lie. But, like, we were misinformed about where we live. And- we need empirical evidence if we're going to like stake our whole world view on it right
3: well so you're saying you were misinformed or people were misinformed but again we're back to they who is they you talk about the government a lot but the government is just made up of people and while you know there certainly people in government have done shady things before normally with a motive normally for money or power right so they're So are there key people in the government, and they've been passing it down through the government for over 100 years, because normally people don't remain as those government officials for for that long. And again, you said there weren't a lot of people involved in this. Mm -hmm. So at what point, uh, and this is where the conspiracy really, it just doesn't seem to make sense for me that all the photos and video evidence and what does exist from a technological perspective, that that's even possible um um well you know basically the
4: idea of being like why would they lie I don't know we made a whole rap song about it you know it's one of the main questions we get uh I'm not I feel you bro that's the instinctive response it is nothing it's no like shade I'm throwing or anything but I use this analogy it's like if I say you had a girlfriend and actually she was your fiance really pretty girl you had just engaged to her and um, you were like in love with her, right? And your family loved her. You liked her family, everything was cool. And then I had a, I came to you, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I got some bad news. I got a video of your girl cheating on you. Um, would you be like, no, there's no way Austin, she loves me. I don't know why she would lie. I, I don't believe she would ever do that to me. So until you can tell me why she would lie or exactly who the dude she was with is, I don't want to see the evidence of the video, right? You would want to see the evidence. And so all we're doing is pointing out the evidence. I can't definitively claim their motive. But I will tell you, when it comes to the heliocentric model specifically, predominantly, it was the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church. I mean, even the Big Bang Theory was proposed by the Jesuit Church, so a Jesuit priest. So yeah, I mean, clown world confirmed, but it's predominantly in modern history the Roman Catholic Church, and this wasn't even accepted really until even being thought of accepted until early 1900s. This is very recent dis- decision that people think the Earth is a magic spinning cartoon ball that defies physics. The Greeks were just a couple people; they were a minority. This happened in 100 or maybe 150 years, so this is like a new thing that has happened and we need to kind of we need to get our act together we don't live on oh and of course they said that what definitively sealed it was we went to the moon and took a picture of it and that proved it so when you're asking like all these people that lie they think it was proven in 69 bro like they're not lying you know they're just they they believe the lie and some of us decided to go and test it and so when we test it we falsified the radius there is no movement so we got an issue you know
3: well, there's, there's lots of independent tests that have been done, right? There's tests that have been done that have I've seen people with doing tests to debunk flat earthers, right? So going back, you can say you've done your own tests and people can say they've done their own tests. But at the end of the day, the whole reason we have a scientific consensus is because it's very easy for one variable to be off in a test, right? You can do the same experiment potentially. And if you have one variable off, you can get a different result. I did this back in elementary school we would water various plants and one plant actually grew taller when you gave it soda instead of water. Does that mean I should go out and make sure that I'm watering all my plants with soda because that one plant out of the the test group happened to grow a little bit more, or was that an anomaly? Well, that's likely to be an anomaly. So when we have more, uh, When you're talking about statistically, and we're looking at these experiments, we need more data points to be certain about anything. And when we're talking about data science, normally you need a minimum of 30 data points to even look at something with some margin of certainty. And the more data points you have, the better. But dude, data itself isn't science. Like data is the quantification
4: of different information, right? Like, the data the quantification isn't science measurement isn't science it describes things science explains things it's valuable but you can't just say that that's the only evidence of something because it is not it's different science explains things and it actually manipulates a cause to prove things right so we just have like dude the, the problem is like there's how about this we'll do this do you agree at the least that we should be able to agree on this for sure it's like the default position if you were to base it solely on your census would be that the earth is flat and not moving. Like when you experience your life, you never feel moving. When I throw a football, up, it comes right back to me. When I see a sunset, the sun moves. I don't feel moving. I don't see curvature. The horizon's always horizontal. That's what the word means. So you would agree that on default position based on observable phenomena with our senses, we experience a stationary flatter.
3: I would say that that would be something I would never think about. Um, like living through life. And I think the majority of people don't go through life saying, man, I really wonder if the earth is flat or a sphere, no, right? I think, I think not. it's more of a, a thing that people who want to get into details and look at that might look at, or people that work in a specific field of science would look at that. But I think the debate for a lot of people is that, you know, over the the evidence is overwhelmingly... Um, based off recent accounts in the last several hundred years, that the Earth is a spheroid, right? And that There's, we're using uh, satellites. We have video evidence and photos. And I know you don't like them, and you say that they are edited and don't exist. And my stance is that is technologically not possible from a computer. It's not
4: possible, dude. If you've not seen the movie Gravity, bro, you know, you know, with 60 million dollars a day, when the military actually classifies information right they have technology that's super advanced years before we know about it you think with six million dollars a day they can't show us like like half ass cgi like it's not even good it's it's like not even that good of cgi and that's actually that's they're smart and they're like if this was cg if we were faking it it would be better than this and that's what elon musk even says that like they say that like if this was cgi if we faked it if we, we'd have better cgi than that it's not even good quality well i can't my point is bro you seem like a real cool guy you know I can't just like whistle past the evidence. For me, it just doesn't sit right. I can't be like, oh, well, this, mo- this mountain should be hidden by a mile of earth curvature from 273 miles away or 225 miles away. And instead of it being hidden by a mile of earth curvature, I can see the full mountain. And it's right where it's supposed to be. And I can do this numerous times throughout the year. And if it was flat, it'd be right there in front of me. That's where the mountain is. I can see the top mountain in the back of the range. It should be hidden by a mile of earth curve. Or I can believe that, well, it's actually being loomed up one mile in the air and then stopping right where it needs to be flat. I can't just whistle past that, bro. I can't whistle past the, the black swan when you can repeat it and it falsifies the radius like i don't know exactly what the earth is i don't make a definitive claim i know what they told us is wrong bro and in the size that they told us is wrong the shape they told us is wrong and it just defies physics and what they told us is outside of us is wrong and we are not spending 11 vectors through nothingness around the sun the sky resets over top of us and it has for all of recordable history and so like we based on all empirical evidence i asked you about the default position because like you have to agree that is the default position now the important part is that means we have all the observations so if you're going to claim that it feels like i'm not moving but i am moving you have the burden of proof you have to prove the earth's moving you if it looks flat but you claim it's curved you have to prove it's curved because all observation shows us it's not moving and that it's flat we need evidence for the positive claim that's antithetical to observable phenomena you know what i'm saying
3: Uh, Again, I don't I don't agree with that being the default position. So and I probably wasn't clear in, in how I said that, because I think a lot of people don't care about, you know, whether the earth is is flat or not, they'll just go living on their lives. But I think if you're observing again, if you actually took a telescope, and you're observing other things in our in our night sky and solar system, right, and you can get some really good views of a couple different planets with a really high end telescope, I think you would you would then logically say, if everything else in our observable uh, solar system that we can see observably is a sphere, why would we not be a sphere? Like, why would our planet be the one that is not? And I'm saying that from from an observation standpoint. That's what I I would say because that's something you you observe, study, and test, right? Your results, um, and from again, you saying the different areas of you know, you're looking at the mountain and you have measures. Well, how do you know your measures are 100% correct when other people do the same measurement and they're getting a much different result? And that that's, that's the problem though.
4: here. That, sorry, bro. That proves me, though, like, when you go out and you make measurements and you look at the horizon, which is what the black swan argument's about, it's actually been about a year and the, glo- the globe earthers, I say globe earthers, not someone that thinks there is the globe but the people that like argue against it for five years vehemently on the internet, right? Like they still don't get the argument. It's about the horizon. It's been a year and they still, it's about the horizon. It has nothing to do with the oil rigs. Those are just a frame of reference of distance. It's about the horizon, it's too far. Now, if you go back, like you said, and, and you see something different and the horizon's way closer, that proves my argument even more though because my whole point is that flat earthers say, our point is the horizon isn't physical bro like it moves so welcome to flat earth right like it moves that means it can't be a physical tangible literal location based on the necessitation of a radius claim there's not a geometric horizon the horizon is where the sky appears to meet the ground appears it's optical it's apparent it constantly moves so we have an issue we can't find the curve anywhere and and where it should be constantly moves how do we even know it's there we don't when we go test for it, it's falsified. How did they figure it out in the first place? By looking at the horizon and then taking an approximation, assuming it was curving. Dude, this is, this is, this is literally al who's attributed to the radius value. So we got an issue, bro. When we test the surface of the Earth, it isn't curving in any direction anywhere on the whole Earth. And they say 70% of it's water, and water finds its level. Like, we can't just ignore that. We can't just believe the, the government. We can't just believe – just because it's in academia doesn't mean anything right? Because academia will change
3: their mind in 10 years, dude. Science is supposed to change its mind when new evidence presents itself. Just like if someone's convicted of murder and new evidence presents itself, then, and we find that that person didn't commit the crime, it should go out. This is why science is a collection of that evidence to say whether something's true or not. And I think my point here is because one independent person did an experiment right, and they found something that's off from what we believe should be the results, right, the hypothesis, then we need to redo that experiment and make sure all the variables are correct as to why that's doing. Because I've seen them, you've seen them, other people doing experiments where they come up with the right elevation and uh, horizon, the things that should be there. So again, there's two conflicting issues, right? Because you're saying, well, based off what this should be, When I did the experiment, I got something different. Well, why why did you get something different in that variable, right? Because if you're doing an experiment, you should get it the same. But at the same time, you can't do one experiment and then say you're going to throw everything else out, right? You can't do just one and say, well, based off this one, again, back to my analogy of the plants, right? If I took that one experiment And then I said definitively, well, obviously water is not the best thing for plants. It's Coca-Cola because this Coca-Cola plant grew much higher than the one that I gave water. Now, do we know that to be like scientifically accurate from all the people that did experiments with those types of plants that they grow bigger on soda? No, that was an anomaly of my one experiment. That's why we have to have lots of experiments. This is why I said the data, it's more the data points To in order to show from an evidentiary standpoint that we can be certain that if we go in with the same variables every time that we're going to get the same result.
4: I feel yeah. I mean that's what basically my argument is, is that I want it to be empirical, which is kind of what you're alluding to. Uh, of course, measurement isn't science again, right? So when we look at we know the distance and we're making observations. An observation, a measurement, not science. But I see what you're saying. Replicatable. Well, it is. And the problem is. Typically, you're right. If it just happens one time, it's an outlier that would be cherry picking. Right. But this is different because when it comes to the horizon, if there's a curvature of the earth, it has to be a physical location that's that can go no further than the radius allows. It can be closer than that, but it has a maximum extension rate based on three thousand nine hundred fifty nine miles. That's a maximum extension that the curve can be. And if it's somewhere else, if it's too far, just one time, it proves that it isn't a physical place. That's that's where it's supposed to be. It only so, takes
3: a so why? One... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, so I guess what I'm having trouble understanding, and this is, this is uh, when you talk about it has to be this or it must prove this, right? You're, you're putting an absolute there, right? If something If you're examining something and your hypothesis is wrong, you go back and look at why your hypothesis was wrong. That doesn't immediately invalidate a study, right? And it's the same thing with placebo pills, right? You give people placebos, and for some reason, they fought the disease better. Does that mean we should get rid of medicine and give everyone placebo pills and not use medicine? No, probably probably not. I I think that would probably be a bad idea. Um, So uh, again... Uh, What I'm trying to understand, and you said, if it goes beyond, when you're getting those measurements, how do you even trust those measurements? Because it seems there's a lot of distrust in certain pieces of science and research that's already been done by scientists. So what areas are you willing to look at and say, well, this is a law and I trust the people who wrote about this law and made their observations about this law versus someone else? Or are you independently going and you have a logbook of every experiment you've done to test and validate each law, right? Because there's a certain part of science you're relying on for your observations, right? Um, Because you have to. You're not going to do everything uh, because that would be ludicrous to go through and test every single thing. You're right,
4: bro. My point is, though, you have to be able to do that. Like it has to be viable that you can go fact check it. When you talk about NASA saying that the ISS is 252 miles in the air going 17,500 miles an hour with freaking 3,500 to 4,000 degrees temperature environment with elastic collisions going insanely fast while it's shooting through it and no energy transfer happens gradually over time, I- I'm just supposed to just buy it because, well, NASA said so, Or I can't do that. And like I said, you seem cool. I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but like for example, there's, a, there's something that happens called a selenilian eclipse, where the sun and the moon are up above the horizon at the same time. The globe Earth says that the lunar eclipse happens because the sun's behind the Earth, and the Earth blocks the shadow onto the moon. But if the moon and the sun are both up above the Earth at the same time, how could that happen? It's called a selenilian eclipse. It happens regularly. It's actually been coined the impossible eclipse, and you have a shadow cast onto you know, a shadow. Right, which is the absence of light, supposedly caused by the Earth, cast onto the Moon while the Sun's up above it. They're both up, It's a geometric impossibility. There's nothing to obstruct the sunlight onto the Moon. And it actually comes from the top down, which if it was in the heliocentric model it would have to come from the bottom up. So we have, we have literal eclipses that happen in the sky that can't happen on the heliocentric model And they just get hand waved, dismissed. And somehow I'm crazy and censored into oblivion and attacked all day because I don't buy that. I I don't buy claims that are antithetical to natural law and geometric impossibilities like I'm such a crazy person. We just need actual verifiable evidence, man. And we need to come together before it's too late and realize that we need to prove the things that we depend our worldview on
3: what would you consider verifiable evidence? Like what evidence would you accept? Because photos are out, videos are out, and those can be used in court as evidence too. Um, so uh, some of the, a lot of these studies from scientists are out because you know, you said you're not a big fan of academia, which I, there are certainly areas of academia I don't agree with, but there are certainly scientists that are doing really good things in their fields and what they're doing. And I think they do contribute to a whole and I don't think they have, uh, I don't think a lot of them have any malicious purposes. I certainly don't think most scientists are like, you know, evil Dr. Frankenstein trying to create crazy things. I think a lot of them really love their work and what they're doing and they truly want to better society with their research um, so I guess from from that standpoint, uh, again, what evidence would be good enough, right? Would it have to be an independent? Like if you you know, would you believe if Australia or China had pictures or video of a globe Earth? Would you would you believe that? Because they, according to them, they do. So it, no, you they, know, they, it's not they, just according NASA. To them,
4: according to China, they treat their civilians great, and we know
3: they treat them terrible. So well, you know, I don't they have certain standards.
4: I don't trust government, dude. I don't trust government, man. They suck, bro. Like, you know they suck. We all know they suck. I'm not saying everything the government says is a lie. No, but dude, we cannot just solely depend on them. Like, it it makes no sense. It makes no sense Do we have gas pressure on Earth, dude, and the Earth is not spinning. And you know it's not when you go out. Uh, you actually have semicircular canals in your vestibular system, which is, of course, you know, your vestibular system's in your ear. It helps you uh, establish spatial reasoning and equilibrium relative to the earth, of course, right? It helps you keep your balance simply. It's called the vestibular system in your ear. There's something called the semicircular canals. They detect angular momentum motion at such a very minute, delicate mat, fashion that to claim that we are, you know, going 1,040 miles per hour and never notice it, while we're going 11 vectors on an elliptical orbit, elliptical orbit that actually changes vector is preposterous. The, the vestibular system, couldn't work on a spinning earth so we got we got issues for days dude we we could talk for 24 hours and we wouldn't cover all the problems with the pseudoscience that is the globe earth
3: it's that preposterous though because of the scale because when i'm in a car sometimes i forget i'm even in a car when i'm in a plane sometimes i forget i'm even in a plane and there is scientific studies on this about being relative to a vehicle in motion and when you look at the size of the earth Right, we're picking it is almost like you're we're cherry picking that model, or in, in this case, cherry picking that one piece and saying something like, Well, with spinning a thousand miles an hour, but is that relative to to the size? Right. Uh, mean, because I've fallen asleep in a car and the right. movement didn't bother me before, and I've had that instance happen. Does that mean I wasn't traveling in a car? No, no it means it I didn't notice it.
4: Was it a convertible, bro? Was the top missing? Because <laughs> You know, this isn't a contained globe Earth, you know, like the globe Earth isn't contained. You're right. You don't feel it on a car. You don't feel it uh, in a plane but, or a train. But they claim that the Earth, dude, it's just sitting in a vacuum open. And so if you took the top off your convertible, you would feel it. And uh, we don't feel anything. We don't even feel the change in, in vector of the elliptical orbit. It, it, you would feel the bank of the, of the change of direction. We don't feel anything. And the sky never changes. It, this For thousands of years, we're going 11 vectors, and the sky never changes. For all recordable history, it just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. I mean, the Egyptians freaking built me- megalithic structures based on it. So it's like, who's, who's really off here, you know?
2: What we can do is if you guys are ready to go into... I'm so happy with how civil this conversation has been it has been remarkable <laughs> compared to some so i want to say thank you guys if you guys are ready uh, if there's an issue that's burning deep in your soul that you want to bring up we can cover it otherwise now is a fine time to switch over we have a lot of questions already
3: i'm good to continue man. Uh, i'm i'm good too james i'm good for
2: for questions cool so a couple of quick reminders folks Thrilled to let you know that our guest speakers are linked in the description. Both of their links are waiting there right now. What are you waiting for? And along with those links is the link to our Kickstarter. You will see on the far right of your screen, the meter has gone up just a bit. So our goal, we're at about like 81, 82%. And so it has jumped up just a bit. And so I want to say thank you. I'm not supposed to say Kickstarter says I'm not supposed to say your name. I'm not supposed to like say people's names of people who pledged without their permission but thank you so much to the person who pledged during the debate and with that first question this one comes in from Colin Lorenz who says question for witset is there a universal downward vector bias if so why doesn't gas go d- down go gas going down go boom boom and then one quick thing i want to mention is that uh, we to try to get through as many questions as we can. It's OK once in a while if you guys want to do a rebuttal to the other person's answer. But if you're able to do it sparsely, we do have a lot of questions already. And so go ahead, with
4: Um yeah, well technically any compilation of matter that exists is electrostatic that would technically be incoherent dielectric acceleration or electrostatic acceleration if something fell to the ground, it would just be on the geocentric stationary plane. Earth, natural up and down, has an inherent electrostatic bias. It is so incredibly weak, we know electrostatics is incredibly weak, that the elastic collision and velocity of the uh, gas particles and molecules would strong outweigh, strongly outweigh
2: any type of uh, electrostatic bias. Gotcha, and thanks so much. Appreciate your question. This one coming in from C4 says, get ready for witless to use big words and say a bunch of nonsense while well, providing zero proof of his silly fantasy. Oh yeah, he's also a liar. Oh my goodness, it? We'll give you a chance to respond to defend yourself.
4: Oh, I'll try to keep it uh, 100. I don't like liars. and Yeah, I mean, you saw the debate. You know, make your own decision.
2: <laughs> gotcha, Brett. Thanks so much for your question. Said, can the, oh gosh, okay, can the flat earther? I'll I'll put it that way. Explain how the Earth's shadow got on the Moon during a lunar eclipse. I took a picture of it with my telescope.
4: Yeah, presupposing that it's in fact a shadow caused by the physical obstruction of the earth and that the earth's sphere requires a reification that the sun, moon, and earth are spheres and that they're all solid, including the sun and the moon, and that there is a three-body alignment, which can't even be explained in equations, this is a three-body problem, causing the physical obstruction. So you just reify the model and then ask me how it works with your reification
2: of physical obstruction causing the shadow onto the moon. Gotcha. Thanks for your question. This one coming in from Brett oh no we got that one. Flat Earth News says the globe myth has zero evidence based on the scientific method. What's a DV and IV for a globe? You don't know what you were talking about. Geck. See the
3: problem is any evidence I would have presented or scientific evidence could have been misunderstood or misconstrued. And I've seen a lot of these debates before. And I think with Flat Earth and again my opinion i think with flat earth i think if you look hard enough at the evidence you'll see that the evidence does point to the globe being a sphere by asking me to present evidence you're just i'm just potentially giving you ammo you're going to poke holes and definitions of things or things i present and that's not what this was about this debate that i presented was is it probable from a technological perspective looking at things uh that the earth is flat and or a sphere and i believe the probability just from a common sense perspective as a lot of flat earthers like to say is that it's far more likely a sphere than it is not
2: gosh i think so much and paul kamish who we're hoping to have in the next month on for a flat earth debate he's a pilot he says witsit why do stars rotate one direction in the northern hemisphere and the opposite direction in the southern hemisphere, and straight at the equator?
4: Well, of course, every single star in the sky moves east to west. Uh, every single star, every single star in the sky moves east to west, Glovers. Every single one of them. But of course, you can have the idea of card you know, cardinal directions being different from your relative perception directions of clockwise and counterclockwise. So if you put a six on top of a cylinder and walk to the other side of your living room, it'll look like a nine. So they all go the same direction, east to west. Everyone knows this, like top levels of academia within the heliocentric paradigm knows this. It's just an optical effect that appears to go the different way because of your location.
2: Gotcha. Thanks for your question. This one coming in from Flat Earth News says Notice he gives zero evidence based on the scientific method. He is now just begging the question, which is a logical fallacy, not science?
3: See, the the problem is, any again, any evidence I present, you're going to say it's not. We've all had this debate a thousand times over again, especially on this channel and many others. I think a lot <laughs> of the evidence has already been presented, and a lot of views have already been seen. So now you need to ask yourself, based off all the evidence presented, what makes most sense? And I think that answer is clear.
2: Thanks so much. Flat Earth News again! He's coming after you, He's What's a piece of you? He says, Criminal investigations are deductive evidence, not empirical evidence, which have nothing to do with each other. You have no idea what science is.
3: So I use that as an analogy because I think that's the thing that would make most sense to you.
2: Thanks so much. And appreciate your question from Paul Kamish. strikes again, again at Witsit. He says, why do storms rotate one direction in the North and the opposite direction in the South?
4: Too bad they don't only do that. So that seems like a flat earth proof. Welcome to flat earth bro. Snacks in the back. uh, DJ's
2: on the way. He's running a little late. Next up, <laughs> Just love you. did Nathan teach you that? <laughs> Just kidding. It was a joke. Uh, <laughs> it, it sounds like something Nathan would say. But <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, regardless, Amy Newman says, pre-show Pascal's Wager, 11 p.m. tonight, my channel. You guys, I am pumped for this. On Monday, we are going to have Matt Dillahunty and Sal. They are going to be debating Pascal's Wager in particular. That should be... I honestly think this is going to be a mega debate, folks. And so, come on, it's going to be live streamed on YouTube and Twitch. That'll be this Monday night. And Amy is hosting a pre-show for it. That is on her channel, which I am going to say, Amy, can you please post uh, your link in the description just so people can see it as I'm reading this mention. Amy also asked, Question, why does China, Russia, and Iran seem to agree with their enemies that the world is round.
4: Oh, um, you know, to just try and tell me you somehow understand the geopolitical relationship again uh, between world powers is pretty wild to me. Whenever governments literally their entire job is classification of information, but uh, yeah, basically say that they think that U.S. really went to space and they can't be left behind, so if they'll make up a story of how they went to space, even if they maybe truly believe that the U.S. went to space, they have to keep up. A facade of being able to do it as well so again i don't i don't you know consider uh governmental agencies empirical evidence it's easily fraudulent
2: gotcha and thanks so much for your question this one comes in fast from crafty keela says can witsit explain the curve visible in mr sensible's mage 2 project and by mage that's m a g e there's unbroken footage from takeoff to landing available. Happy New Year, Modern Day Debate. Thanks so much, Crafty.
4: Uh, I, I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm not subbed to Mr. Sensible. Uh, believe it or not, he made a hit piece on me. I, I, I don't keep up with him, but... I'm not sure what you're talking about. So you're telling me if there's an actual unedited video of a rocket going to space and coming back and reentering the atmosphere, please send it to me. We all know it doesn't exist. They can't even show a landing without glitching out. And if you're talking about where he sent a camera up to high-altitude foot- high footage, you just imposed curvature with fisheye lens. We have the same altitude with flat horizons. So sorry, not sure what he's alluding to.
2: Josh, gotcha. for the record, Crafty Kila is a lady. And maybe on this coming month, by the way, folks, for a potential controversial debate. Sigifredo Sarabia, thanks for your... I I got your email now, Crafty. Thanks for that heads up. And Sigifredo Sarabia said, Game over. I don't know who it's for, but I appreciate the sticker. And Sigifredo Sarabia also sent a super sticker of pine trees. Wouldn't you know it? Thanks, you appreciate that. GPS says, Austin, test GPS. That will get you your evidence.
4: Uh, That's crazy, because the actual use case of GPS existed long before the supposed terminology of global positioning system uses a Cartesian coordinate system anyway, and of course all it does is add a z-axis assuming the sphericity, you actually have to map it out on a flat earth, you're using high altitude triangulation and predominantly towers for a system that actually pre-exists the idea of global positioning system, it's laughable.
2: Gotcha, and thank you for your question from P. Barnes who says, I'm on the lookout for a new line of work. Does cherry picking pay well, Witsit?
4: No, not too well, (laughs) (laughs)
2: man. Caleb, as he likes to be called. We also call him Caleb. Thank you for your question. Says, best evidence the Bible supports or denies flat earth? I guess this is for either of you, if you uh, have anything that you think argues one way or the other from the Bible.
4: The earth does nothing but call the earth flat and stationary. It says it's immovable and fixed like 20 times. There's over 200 Bible verses that could only happen on a flat earth. It says there's a firmament.
2: Just one. (laughs) Okay. uh, What's the, uh, how about for you, Gek, if you have one, best support or denial uh, passage, I guess you could say, reverse, regarding flat earth?
3: Not a specific verse, but I would tell people to be careful of which translation you're reading and be careful of misconstruing the meaning of something from someone who lived in a completely different culture several thousand years ago to understand what they were saying.
2: Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Flat Earth News says, technology is not science. Why would you say this? I think that's for you, Gek. Uh, So without science,
3: we wouldn't really have technology. And I think they go hand in hand. As we do more scientific experiments and discover more things, our technology increases. Um, And I think when you're, talking about this kind of anti-science rhetoric i think it's kind of a a tongue-in-cheek thing when you're saying i'm going to accept parts of this evidence but not other parts of it and i think it leaves a lot of holes in your overall viewpoint
2: thank you very much next question this one comes in from remnant art says spherical earth is built into nearly every working computer from desktops to pc to phones to servers and their operating and database systems
4: okay that is just the most preposterous statement i've heard today that's wild but uh, the spherical earth assumption has nothing to do with the efficacy or use case of technology at all whatsoever. You can try to say something about an accelerometer being within it, and then you can try to invoke the idea of the causation of downward acceleration, which Glover's conflate with, you know, just the thing falling with the cause claim of gravity, which reifies concepts. Anyway, simply put, the only, type of, the only type of anything to do with anything that technology uses is an accelerometer, nothing to do with presupposing the earth's sphere, like literally nothing can
2: Gotcha. Thank you very much. And Formidable Jake thanks. says, why does gas not go down boom boom like your pretend gravity when the balloon pops in a vacuum? Does gas not go in every direction? Gravity disproven? I mean, seems to work for me. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you for your question from Remnant Art Strikes Again. It says Spherical Earth is built into every geographic information system, running logistics from ships to airplanes to trucks and trains with it.
4: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so, uh, will you repeat that one,
2: bro? Gotcha. No problem. They said spherical spherical Earth is built into every geographic information system running logistics from ships to p- airplanes to trucks and trains.
4: Oh, okay. That actually isn't true. It all uses, again, Cartesian coordinates. You just impose a axis, the spherical assumption. All plane survey requires a plane assumption, a perpendicular. Uh, plain plane Earth, so literally all mapping, all topographical planes are assuming a Cartesian coordinate system without Z-axis for all use cases. You can then take an orthographical assumption and try to bend it around and presuppose Z-axis, so what you said is just patently false. There is no practical use in any way that assumes a spinning ball Earth. All practical use, including planes and trains and literally everything else that travels, assumes a flat, non-rotating surface.
2: Gotcha. Thanks so much for that. And just had a question. Regarding the Kickstarter you can sign into the Kickstarter linked in the description using Facebook or Apple So hopefully that's convenient for you and Josh Wayner, Thanks for your question said Why can't I see beyond three miles looking across a body of water? But I can see three times as far while flying looking down to earth I'm
4: assuming this is maybe for me um
2: I don't, I'm assuming he's trying
4: to say that you can see the curvature or something, or the Earth looks like that from the plane because it's curving down away from you, whatever, I don't know. But anyway, if I can't see more than three miles and I go back the next day, I can see seven miles. And if I go back the next day, I can see two miles. And if I go back the next day, I can see ten miles, like in the Black Swan, and it falsifies the radius, it'd have to be over a quarter million miles. So it constantly changes. You can't just say things that you can't see past three miles when I can the very next day. So.
2: Gotcha. Anyway. And thanks for your question. This one comes in from Josh Wayner says Oh, we got that. Paul Kamish strikes again, says, Wits it, can you explain why the higher you go the atmospheric pressure reduces and will eventually become a vacuum?
4: Well, of course you can't verify in any way that eventually comes a vacuum, and what is a vacuum? That's just conceptual. There's no such thing as an actual vacuum, even according to your paradigm, you know, you can only be a near perfect vacuum. There's at least a few hydrogen atoms per cubic meter as they would put it. But nevertheless, uh, we have a gradient for numerous reasons. We have a gas cycle. All the gas is being introduced predominantly at the surface and cycled there. We also have a resonance field. Everything's inherently electrostatic. We also have energy being introduced seemingly from outside of the closed dynamic system. We could never quantify this without understanding exactly what it's coming through and what the characteristics of the medium is from here to there. We also have weather patterns. So a fluctuation in temperatures and energy dispersal causing the dispersal of gas to be relative to that. So we simply live in a closed dynamic system bringing up the gradients actually non-sequitur to the antecedent problem that we're talking about which is how do you have the gas pressure in the first place so
2: gotcha and thank you for your question this one comes in from C4 who he's bringing the thunder and lightning tonight he says what's it have you ever done the oh i already this is always a hard one for me e r a t o erato Eritas Thank you. That's embarrassing. Okay. Or a Cavendish experiment, the Eratosthenes <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, says, yeah. says, how about measured the angles to Polaris or recorded star trails at the equator? You know, these can't be explained on a flat Earth.
4: Okay, I think I remember more. Aristophanes, have I tried Aristophanes? Yeah, in fact, you can just prove even on a smoke local scale that you would get the exact same shadow length by measuring the actual shadows uh, based on the local light sources. We've replicated it like 50 different ways. Have I measured angles to Polaris? Well, no, I'm not making a big habit out of taking uh, trigonometrical deductions based on assuming an actual location when all I have is an apparent location and reverse engineering a spherical assumption. So, very simply, uh, what everything you just claimed is only exclusive to a globe Earth simply is not. So, you're going to have to be more intellectually honest.
2: Gotcha. Next, thanks for your question. This one comes in from L. Spaghetto. Says, Witsit, can you direct us to a model of a flat version of Earth that can simultaneously explain day or night cycles, seasons, and what we see in the night sky better than the heliocentric model?
4: Yeah, of course. In fact, these things can only be adequately explained on a geocentric stationary plane Earth model, including the eclipses themselves. They still utilize the Saros cycle from 2500 B.C. The Chaldeans, NASA's website, admits they still use that. just a cycle. The eclipses keep happening. But if we've been to space and the heliocentric model is so accurate, why can't they predict eclipses better than they could, you know, 2500 B.C.? So, yeah, there's my answer You're... Basically, the, the post-diction that's touted as predictive capability of the heliocentric model is laughable, and all of these things actually came after the facts of observ- observable phenomena being explained on geocentric stationary plane assumptions. So.
2: Gotcha. Thanks so much. And... That reminds me, sidebar comment, tomorrow for the first time ever we will have a new topic on modern day debate, namely whether or not the Earth is at the center of the solar system. And I think Dr. Robert, as he goes by, actually suggests, argues that the Earth is also at the center of the universe, conveniently. So that should be a juicy one, folks, if you dig interesting space-related out there topics such as that, well tomorrow night we hope to see you here as I'll be here and it should be a good old party. So thanks for your question Richard Walker who says, what's it? You mentioned blue marble was created from composite images you conveniently ignore on same page 1972 pictures from Apollo 17. Cherry pick much no actually i didn't cherry pick
4: cherry pick is whenever you take something and uh you leave out what would be antithetical to your claim and that's not what i did at all i proved that one of the prominent things that they showed us including the iphone default wallpaper was provably not real and they admitted it themselves so Yeah, this is how Flat Earth started for me. I was like, oh, well, this is stupid. How retarded is Flat Earth? How could people in the 21st century be this dumb? What has the world evolved into? Then I was like, we have pictures of Earth from space. This is dumb. Then I found out, no, we don't have real pictures. They admit they're cartoons. Oh, but we got one from 72. Oh, so we have to depend on the moon landing story. If we don't believe in that, then we have nothing. And so then, you know, you should probably take a step back there and realize maybe they lied in the 60s about going to this rock that spins.
2: Gotcha. And... Just posted the link to tomorrow's debate in the live chat, folks, in case you dig the old geocentrism versus heliocentrism debate. That should be a juicy one. And I will pin that at the top of the chat as well. C4, thank you for your question, says, wrong. The burden of proof is on you, witless. Please provide some empirical evidence of flat Earth. Quote, they lied and it looks flat ain't cutting it anymore. Also please explain lunar eclipses on a flat earth.
4: Okay, so, yeah, anyway, burden of proof always lies with the positive claim. I laid it out in my freaking opener, bro. What's wrong? Why are you super chatting? What well, was answered in the opener, which is that the positive claim has the burden of proof. We make one positive claim. It's flat, general descriptor of the Earth. We substantiate that numerous ways. Laser tests, black swans, long-distance observations, water itself is proof. You make claims about the Earth being a globe that spins and revolves around the sun in a vacuum, yet you have no empirical evidence at all for any of those claims. You can't show me gas pressure without a container or water being bending convexly to a spherical object and not containing, not conforming to its container and finding level. You're making claims antithetical to everything I can demonstrate empirically, which of course to, to finish it off, you maybe need to know what empirical actually means. And it means verifiable, repeatable, falsifiable. So that's all my evidence is. We're just supposed to believe your story even though there's no evidence of it. So.
2: Juicy. Next one comes in from Flat Earth News, who says, NASA propaganda is greater than natural law. Oh, so it,
3: it's still kind of interesting. I'd like to find out. Like again, how many how many NASA shills are there? Right, like this is this conspiracy theory that it keeps being peddled. Like how deep does this go? All space agencies in the world uh, have been at war multiple times, but this is the thing that they all hold together on.
2: Gotcha. Thank you very much. Formidable Jake throws his hat into the ring with this question. says, is space hot or cold, Gek?
3: I don't know, because I haven't been to space. And if I was, I imagine I wouldn't want to be there without uh, a p- good protection.
2: And asks, how is it that satellites do not melt? In this case, it sounds like Gek is unsure. So the next one, Formidable Jake, also asks regarding satellites, how do the people who launch the satellites resupply batteries for all the satellites later on? A lot of satellites
3: and from my understanding there's different kinds of satellites but there's a lot of solar energy you can actually get when you're that close to the the sun. In fact you'll actually see there's a lot of sci-fi movies that talk about you know will we get to a point where we start having solar batteries in space so we can actually start absorbing a lot more of that energy that's not coming directly through uh, the atmosphere
2: juicy and thanks for your question from el spaghetto says what will it take for me to get into a debate against witsit on the cube earth model you want to debate that
4: no obviously not and i've tried to realize like this guy seems super cool i will give it to you you're one of the coolest guys i've debated dude even though i think you're like Terribly terribly wrong, but I've tried to pump you know, I try to like uh, be more selective nowadays if someone can prove that They're like cordial and deserve some respect. I'll debate them, but I don't just take any debates nowadays
3: Very juicy. Appreciate that Austin a lot of love and I I disagree with you But we're all humans here and we deserve to show each other respect even if we disagree on things That's That's kind of you
2: appreciate you guys and Robert Summers says what eclipses have happened that shouldn't have happened? I know flat Earth avoids any type of model proving, so we can never ask the real questions.
4: Uh, the so the eclipse happens all the time, so that's the mo- that's the eclipse that happens that, literally, your model can't explain, and again, your model can't even predict eclipses. It uses the Saros cycle. which just assumes a geocentric Earth, and it comes from twenty five hundred B C. So you know, I don't understand what's being missed here. If we supposedly went to space and know exactly what the Earth is, and we know exactly how fast it moves and revolves and everything, and all these other planets and their masses and their gravity wells, we would know how to predict eclipses, but they cannot. The Selenium Eclipse is a geometric impossibility on the globe Earth. It's one of dozens and dozens of proofs.
2: Gotcha, and thank you very much for your question. This one comes in from Richard Walker, who says, it, Nathan Oakley, sends his regards.
4: Oh, shout out Nathan Oakley Legend. Go check out Earth to Be if you want to, you
2: know, if that's your cup of tea. Juicy. And Darren Helgamo says, container has mass resistance to force to hold pressure. Gravity is force in the opposite direction of the pole from space. Thus, they cancel out.
4: I'm not sure who that has four but gravity uh, is defined as you know the bending and warping of space and time two concepts general relativity is laughably dumb so I don't even have to address it. it' reifies uh, conceptual abstractions The only reason that people claim that there is gravity and there's no empirical evidence it can't be scientifically validated is because for the earth to be a ball, there would have to be gravity because we'd have to be pulled in all directions around
2: it. So, yeah, I mean, I need some evidence. I can't just believe fairy tales nowadays. Let's give Gek a chance to respond since we're not sure. I'm not sure either. Uh, I thought maybe it was for Gek, but I could be wrong. So we'll give Gek a chance to respond.
3: Um, so um, just with the, the gravity, um, I, I think that there is a lot of evidence that supports gravity and I think it would take a lot of When you're talking about changing the understanding of something when you do an experiment it doesn't mean that oh i proved this one thing wrong in my experiment let's throw this all out that means something needs to be re-examined and we're doing that constantly in science so i think going through the process and making valid experiments is a good thing and what people should do and then re-examine that evidence Gotcha. rather than saying oh i did this one-off experiment and now you're wrong that's not how it works
2: thank you and Spider the Ateo, thank you for your, your super sticker, appreciate that, a clapping fox, appreciate it, and this one comes in from Robert Summers says, is there anything that Flat Earth Position is able to model, or is it all just based on trying to create doubt in the globe model?
4: Well, models are reifications and everything that the globe model claims to explain literally just takes flat earth assumptions and acknowledgements and then bends it and twists it into a presupposition of sphericity, and it, do- it can't even do it. So I guess maybe that dude super chat, of course, was said way before I said what I said, but y'all can't even explain eclipses. So uh, I think it's pretty ironic to tout prediction when all you did was make pseudoscientific fairy tales shrouded in mathematician equations based on post diction seeing it reoccurring cycle taking the flat of understanding and then bending and warping it into a spherical assumption so
2: juicy and this one comes in from stupid whore energy has entered the building she says you're one covid payment away from meeting the kickstarter goal appreciate that we are excited folks we are determined believe me we're going to make the goal and so join with us we're excited for it spider the we got that one and then silver harlow thanks for your question says what's it why do space agencies in countries that hate hate the usa collude with nasa to propagate lies that only move money into nasa's pockets
4: uh why do other really powerful countries and and uh figureheads maybe work together i, I Mm-hmm. they openly admit they all work together they openly admit they all have militaries we all have foreign relations with every other country in the world they all have military compartmentalization so i don't i don't know what i've already explained also even if they did actually hate the united states which is just you believing the mainstream media and the news i guess then if they thought the us really went to space they may would just fake it so they didn't look like they were decades behind the technological advancement of the united states because then they could create a facade that they were actually you know a geopolitical adversary worth
2: notes so there's two reasons right there nice. not appreciate your question this one comes in from c4 who says the rounded shadow on the moon during a lunar eclipse can be seen as round from every angle which means only one shape can cause this no,
4: actually, you can make a uh, circular shadow with like a toilet paper roll, like or, or like a, a block or a cube. L- literally, you can make a circle. Most people don't know that, but. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. The point is that the orientation of the moon changes relative to your location on the Earth, just like it would if it was over top of a flat Earth. You assuming, assuming solidity and sphericity doesn't mean anything, and once again, you just see that the face of the moon is covered in darkness temporarily. You then tell me that's because, well, the Earth's a ball that spins in a vacuum and it's blocking the sunlight. You, you just a presupposed causation of the shadow. It, mm-hmm. It's just a story, it, so it doesn't mean anything.
2: Next question from Silver Harlow says, why does SpaceX, which is a private company not getting our tax dollars, spend billions of their own dollars on space travel?
4: Uh, well, they actually get like $600 million funding from the government in one single year. And Elon Musk himself is on the record saying we would have never got to space without the aid of NASA. So,
2: Gotcha. And thank you for your question. This one comes in from, you guessed it, Stupidor Energy. says, what does Witsit think of the power lines over Lake... Pont chair train, which demonstrate the curvature of the Earth.
4: Lake train doesn't demonstrate the curvature of the Earth because it fluctuates day to day. If you go back the next day, it doesn't look like that, and just an apparent location. Also, some people went around the internet compressing the photo, actually compressing the photo to say it looked like curvature because. That's what you gotta do, right, guys, when you're a globe and they just stupid. You gotta doctor images and make stuff up and pretend that it's actually curving. But nevertheless, things seem to go below you in the distance. It's just optical effects, and if it changes day to day, it can't be physical obstruction.
2: Gotcha. And Dave Langer, thanks for your question. Says question for Gek, is your username taken from the game No Man's Sky?
3: It's it's actually not. Uh, it's taken from German. That means madness.
2: Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Okay, Spark 344 thanks for your question as well. Said question for both. We'll start with Witsit, and then we'll end with Gek for this question. We've got a lot of other questions. They said, Witsit failed to mention confounding variables in conducting experiments. Can both participants please explain what they are, why they are important?
4: Well, this is to me, I, I failed to mention confounding variables. Uh, variables and to explain why they're important or what they are. So. I felt to explain them, you know what they are, but he wants me to explain them. Confounding, well, well, the word just means perplexing basically, maybe potentially contradictory variables, but what you have to do is control the variable to isolate the supposed presumed causation, which would be the independent variable. You have to control the other variables. So you can independent, independently manipulate and vary the presumed cause, the IV, and it's substantiated is in fact, the cause of the effect or dependent variable. So, you know, yeah, the three constituent parts is again the dependent independent and control variables in the scientific experiment just objective gotcha
3: so the confounding variable is a variable that's going to affect both your dependent and independent variable and when you're talking about certain scientific experiments you're going to have a lot of additional variables that you have to allocate for uh, when you're performing an experiment if we think back to my example of uh trying to determine whether the moon actually makes something colder or not what would be another variable that might be the insulation of the house and actually different temperatures or the wind affecting the house so there's another variable that needs to be considered uh, that could affect both the independent and dependent variable
2: gotcha and thank you for your question this one comes in from flat earth news says Why does this globe myth-believer keep referring to science as a person or organization? Science is a tool used by people to understand the world.
3: Absolutely. Uh, We study things that we can observe, we test, uh, we create hypotheses, we test those hypotheses, and then we study those results science is the tool or method, we get to develop a greater understanding of the world in which we live. And from those results, we can gain a great technological achievement.
2: Gotcha. And this one comes in from Alan Green, thanks for your question said, Witsit on a flat earth, if the sun is on the horizon in San Francisco, then at the same time, it should also be on the horizon in New York, right?
4: No, so the sun is more local and smaller than you've been told. You were told it's freaking 93 million miles away and gigantic. It's much more local. It's smaller. There's something called the attenuation of light. Light doesn't travel forever. It has an absorption rate relative to the medium, of course, and its density has extinction limits called attenuation of light. You cannot see forever. You can replicate this a thousand different ways. So effectively you're basically saying we should see forever, which is just antithetical to all known facts about way we the
2: optics of the eye
4: work. You can only see so far and there's attenuation of light.
2: Gotcha. And Robert Summers, thanks for your question, said who are you to decide what science is or isn't when you don't follow basic tenets of science. Science is models and experiments. You all barely even have experiments.
4: Uh, was that who was that to you? Think who that, was that directed to?
2: My guess is maybe. Um, I don't know. I I would be biased to suggest one. Um, well, I would say it's probably for me because they brought up
4: models, and only a Glover would say that. Model isn't science, dude. Model's not science. So, like, uh, we have models. That's not science. It's a reification, a quantification, an illustration of an idea or postulation that you're coming up with. Thing that was bars, James. I'm spitting raps out here. But uh, I'm just saying models aren't science, bro. Like uh, Let's get real. I can model Superman, dude. You know, if we need evidence.
2: Juicy. Dr. Curious Tube says witless has nothing right this is unlistenable please spend this five bucks on Shermer. believe me we have first i'll give you a chance to defend yourself austin oh yeah i don't know it was a pretty generic slur you got it next uh we we definitely have absolutely put a good amount in the kickstarter to get it moving and want to let you know though if you want to give to the kickstarter uh one thing is that youtube takes 30 percent of super chats uh, i don't i think a lot of people don't maybe know that and so if you uh wanted to go to the kickstarter i would highly recommend a greater proportion of the money that you give will go to what you want it to go to if you use kickstarter over super chat though i appreciate it and darren Helgamo says, Witsit, do you feel speed or acceleration when in a plane? I don't recall feeling constant speed on a plane.
4: Just like I told our friend here, that's a closed system. It's not analogous to the supposed open system of a pressurized system adjacent to a near-perfect vacuum of 10 to the negative 17 toward defying natural law. So you're bringing up something closed and contained. Well, thank you. That's my argument. So it's actually evidence for mine. In order to not detect it, it would have to be closed. But you claim it's
2: open. Gotcha. And can you guys hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. It just got like really silent over here. Silver Harlow. Silver Harlow. I was afraid. Okay. Silver Harlow, thanks for your question, says, it? Do you know how many suspension bridges would collapse if they didn't take the curvature of the earth into account? That's crazy, I've talked to personally over like 20 engineers
4: that say building bridges and railroads, you never account for the curvature of the earth, and that you could never do your job if you did do that, it's actually just a foregone conclusion and assumption that supposedly it will naturally bend convexly over the course of time due to gravity, but you don't actually account for it in the engineering or the blueprints of bridges or railroads, so what you just said is per usual, just patently false, and people should research some things.
2: Gotcha. geck spart344 wants you to know that he loves you and also dave langer or i'm sorry this is brian Stevens says wouldn't another country gain more power and status by exposing the earth is flat the united states as a fraud by taking space travel in other words i think they're saying like hey couldn't one of the enemies of the u.s who knows that the earth is flat totally dominate the u.s. by exposing them as phonies and claiming that they uh what they've claimed
4: that's actually a pretty good that's one of the better ones i've heard um But no, there's only a handful of space agencies. It's the very powerful major nations. And in the scenario where in which we've been lied to about the nature of the earth, well, for example, they say America and Russia are like somehow geopolitical adversaries. Well, the center would be in between them. They'd have to be in cahoots to somehow make sure you can't go there. Oh, by the way, you literally can't go within 500 miles of each direction of the North Pole. And like, no one knows that. But so yeah, basically, they would have to work together at the highest levels at some points. And there's only a handful of people even claim to go to space. And it's it's very noticeably cartoons guys so you know five different claims of going to space with cartoons doesn't mean anything so I mean I guess basically you're telling me you know the uh, efficacy of the story that these countries hate each other and I don't, I don't know I just don't buy it and they would also have to admit to their people that they lied about their previous space agency exploration so they can never do that.
2: Gotcha. Thank you very much. Nikki Berry, for your positive feedback, said, Loving this stream. We love the positivity. Thanks so much, Nikki. And Stupid Whore Energy has thrown down the gauntlet once again, saying, Not everything in science changes. The evidence for life being older than 2 billion years is so overwhelming that the proposition will not change in 10 years, 20 years, never. The evidence
4: of Earth being two billion years is overwhelming. That's news to me. I thought that was pseudoscientific fairy tales based on the presupposition of the degradation of freaking carbon. So I, I, I'm sorry. You can't verify anything past 10,000. You can't even really do that. So that's wild.
2: Next, on James says, Why won't you go to the edge and take pictures and videos with it? Uh, you're not legally allowed to privately explore past the
4: 60th South latitude due to the Antarctic Treaty and subsequent legislation. As early as soon and as recent as 2014, the U.S. put out legislation saying that if you are to pass 60th South latitude without approval, they can intercept you and you don't have due process. So yeah, we're simply not allowed to privately explore past 60 60th South latitude, but that's probably just another coincidence though, I would guess.
2: All right. Thank you very much. And Adam Snyder, thank you for your question. Said the only thing you guys just convinced me is that we need better public education, education needed. We do need that. Juicy. Robert Summers says, you, uh, Education is self-education. Robert Summers says, refraction exists. You can't just ignore it and then say things are impossible. Uh, refraction is actually
4: based on Snell's law, which is about the differential of light trajectories in two different mediums. Snell's law is about two mediums. Of course, the atmosphere is a singular medium. You have to use a differential of Snell's equation to apply it to a fluctuation within a singular medium. The phenomena of refraction isn't being disputed. It's the invoking of a of a vague idea of refraction without specificity to explain how somehow the geometric impossibility happened on a globe earth. So refraction isn't being disputed. It's just a in the question fallacy. Terrestrial refraction it requires the R value, which is what's in contention. So. Yeah, we've researched your side of the argument. It falls on its face.
2: Next, Thank You El Spagato says, This has been a nice debate, donating a little money to say thank you and because I don't have a Kickstarter account. Appreciate that, El Spagato. That means a lot. And just want to remind you, I guess you, technically you'd be out of luck if you don't have Facebook or an Apple account. But if you have either Facebook or an Apple account, you can bypass creating a Kickstarter account. So hopefully that's convenient for you folks if you want to donate to that kickstarter is we are pumped you guys if you guys want to see epic debates like thunderfoot if you want to see thunderfoot jump into a flat earth debate i can't guarantee it i I haven't talked to him about it but those are some of the names that come up nathan oakley is that if you want to see some of these epic debates in person that's something that kickstarter would be a way in which we would try to do that in terms of for example covering travel costs and i know that Thunderfoot, I think, has his PhD, so that's another reason that he's probably in high demand. And so that's something that uh, we'd love to do, those kind of big events. And so this Kickstarter model is kind of our test to see if we can do those huge events by using the same strategy. So thanks for your support, El Spagato. C4 says, Witsit is a liar. There are plenty of photos where mountains are being cut off. and some, you only see the top.
4: Yeah, and then you go back the next day, and it's not the same. Why does all the, Why do all the comments keep skipping past? If I go back the next day, it won't be the same because the horizon, the obstruction, it's just apparent. It's not actual. It's not literal. It's not tangible. It fluctuates throughout the day until you can show substantiate or you can actually substantiate that it's a definitive obstruction. It doesn't move. It's just an apparent location. That's flat Earth evidence
2: gotcha. Stupid Horror Energy says Thunderfoot versus PZ Myers. That would be another juicy debate. And so, yeah, I'm dead serious, you guys. We are pumped about the future. We have huge aspirations. I'm crazy, folks. I'll push it to the limits. Like, we'll take some risks. But for a lot of these, they're <laughs> some of them, like, it's like, I'll take the risk, but I we need your help in terms of having these Kickstarters work, because that's the trick, is that it's like we can't take too big of a risk. And so that's why we ask you to partner with us for those big potential debates in these, you could say, this new strategy. Thanks for your sweet question. JRM says, Gek, can you name five modern scientists who have done the science, quote unquote, to prove curvature or spin? austin same question and i think i know your answer we'll give you a chance Gek. um
3: off the the top of my head no um but that's you know you could ask for any information off the top of my head and i could i could look it up but um i i think the the evidence is there for you to look at and make your own decision gotcha how about you with it
4: Evidence for the curvature of the spin? No, the um, most I can come up with is looking at the horizon that constantly changes. Al-Biruni is saying that there's a radius or something in the geometric or, or geometric or geodetic surveying, which just takes plane survey, then presupposes the sphere, and then mids around. Never in the history of mankind has anyone detected axial rotation or if movement. It's antithetical to everything that we do observe. How would planes even work? So, no, there's no empirical evidence for either of those. I've been looking for five years. Gek, if you find it, if anyone in the chat finds it, please just just email me. I'm excited.
3: What would you accept as empirical evidence? Like, what would be empirical to you? A uh, Physical obstruction of the Earth
4: curving and blocking my view based on the radius value that I can go back and do myself and take a P900 out and prove that that physical obstruction of curvature is there, Then my buddy can come and prove it, and then we can prove it all over the Earth that there's actual a physical obstruction of curvature instead of just some fairy tale that's elusive curvature that we never find. I would need an actual physical curvature blocking my view based on the radius value that they told us is true. That's what I would need.
3: So only that, only being able to do that very specific experiment and coming out with that very specific conclusion, would you give up on the flat earth uh, conspiracy, I'll call it.
4: Yeah, you mean specific as in measuring the curvature. Yeah, like I actually want a literal observation where there's curvature. That seems pretty founded to me. Like all I want is an actual observation of curvature. In some measure, well,
3: I'm saying there's lots of observations and scientists have done experiments and I, I've seen people talk to you at your last debate. They talked about measuring and you wouldn't accept anything that was given. So I guess the question is, what is what is that bar that you would accept? Right. Uh, yeah. Once again, it has to be verifiable. Empirical meaning
4: verifiable, repeatable, falsifiable. So I have to be able to go out and test it myself. It has to be reoccurring. If the horizon is a geometric horizon, that's a physical curve, it would be in a certain location based on the radius value, has a maximum extension. Yet it isn't. It's much further than that everywhere that we go. I would need reoccurring, replicated, verifiable proof of curvature and convexity of terra firma to believe that I live on a ball.
2: Next, we do have to move to the next one. This one comes in from Elite Test. Two says how does this guy talk about electrostatic and vestibular systems like he knows they're real he hasn't observed quote unquote or tested those things himself how does he even trust new zealand exists wow talk about scattergunning i can trust
4: my vestibular system because check this out oh i felt my head tilt oh i felt my head tilt it's called the vestibular system it's literally for that you have semicircular canals it it's just anatomy I don't know why you're asking me how do I prove anatomy in a thousand different ways. You can use bioluminescence alone to prove anatomy in the layout of anatomical structures and it detects angular motion, but we never do on this earth that's supposedly going 11 vectors. So there you go. Anatomy destroys the globe.
2: Gotcha. Appreciate your question. This one comes in from Diana Bender says, Witsit, why has no one found the edge of the earth? With all our scientific knowledge, shouldn't we have found it by now?
4: Once again, it's literally illegal to privately and freely explore past the 60th south latitude, so we can't go that far south. Conveniently enough, of course, because if the earth was a ball, going south and coming back up north with circle navigation would prove it and shut us stupid flat earthers up, but oh, it's illegal to do that, so yeah, you can't go past
2: 60th south latitude. Alex Stein says, Gek is nice.
3: <laughs> i'm not <reading> i'm <laughs> glad a lot of people think i'm nice
2: it's you're it's definitely, it's you're good. you're very pleasant you're very congenial you're very well spoken and uh and i i won't read the rest of the super chat because he's, he's trolling <laughs> but be, but yes alex stein by the way yes i just got a i got a message back from rose so we may have rose back on speaking of your sister alex stein diana bender thanks for your super chat i didn't see a question attached but if you want to ask a question like a normal question in the chat just tag me and I'll read that as a super chat because I in case you missed uh, in case there was like a malfunction there uh, wolf says happy new year James thanks wolf for your positivity we really do appreciate that happy new year to you Diana Bender also says I feel like I did I just ask this I am I out of my am I out of my tree did I just ask Witsit, why has no one found the edge of the earth well uh, with all our scientific knowledge shouldn't we have found it by now did I just yes, ask that? Okay, that's embarrassing. Thank you. Remnant Art says, Witsit, is the antithetical truth paradigm contingent on absolute, anti normative, axiomatic, rhetorical monologue? Um, yes. Uh, there's not much I can say
4: to that. It was obviously just a joke on how I use bigger words. Sorry, sometimes when I'm trying to make my point live, I use words with a couple syllables. Globers, you'll be all right.
2: Thank you. Chris Gammon for your question says, I've seen pictures and videos of a globey Earth. Why don't flat earthers fly on up there and have a look? Oh, well, the necessary to
4: see into gas pressure is a physical container, and that means that, of course, there's somewhere that you can't go any further to have an orthographic view of the supposed Earth that's a ball that spins and all this crazy nonsense. You have to trust governmental agencies that lie to you. We can't get outside of the earth. There's a firmament, which of course points to design if there's an actual firmament that keeps the gas pressure here, and that's the big hiccup for most people is because if the earth's geocentric and there's a firmament here that protects you and it was designed, well, that kind of leads the fact to believe that maybe you would be accountable to God and there's objective morality or some type of standard. So that's not my problem, emotional predisposition, right? We're just talking about the evidence. And of course, you know, we have a
2: container, so there you go there's the only way we have gas pressure and it was clearly designed gotcha and this one comes in from remnant art who says witsit are you a real human or a random nonsense producing soundboard
0: amazing i'm real
2: i'm real human real gotcha. human
1: bear.
2: yeah thank you and esteban ilbaca Il- ilbaca thanks for your patience says witsit the question was if you could provide something equal or better than the heliocentric model to explain many things. Your word salad didn't address any of it. Can it be done, and how? Be yeah, precise.
4: Yeah, the only way we can predict eclipses, for example, is using the Saros cycle, assuming the Earth stationary and geocentric with cyclical nature being mapped out. So predictability of actual eclipses. Oh, we can't even have elevations on a globe Earth because it would be relative to the center of mass, and in fact, it's always relative to sea level, which was one of the most important pieces of data we use for day-to-day life. Oh, Cartesian coordinates without a z-axis using what people call GPS. Oh, it requires a flat, non-rotating surface. Oh, planes, flat and under-rotating surface. So next time you fly to see your family in a different state, well think flat earth. All practical use in the military technologically requires a flat and under-rotating surface. All efficacy of physical use of technology in the military is by deduction, physical evidence of it. All we have is physical evidence. All we have is a, is the accurate quote unquote model models of reifications. The reality of it is the earth is just the ocean's extationary plane. Only way it could work, only way practical usability is attained.
2: Gotcha. Thank you for your question. This one comes in from El Spigato says, This is a stick-up. Everybody explain the gravitational constant right now.
4: gravitational constant is nothing more than a general approximation of the idea of something falling down to the earth the effect of downward acceleration 9.8 meters per second squared is actually just an approximation really a generality it doesn't even always happen not everything even goes down and everything's incoherent dielectric acceleration that's why it's consistent because everything always seeks equilibrium to the dielectric plane with the negative charge on the surface of the earth everything's electrostatic there you go nothing more than the effect of things falling people claim concepts been to make it happen but they're psychopaths so
3: Uh, the gravitational constant it's denoted by the letter g in mathematics and it's considered an empirical physical constant involved in the calculation of gravitational effects uh, by both sir isaac newton and also used in albert einstein's general theory of relativity Um, and i'm assuming that you don't agree with
2: that austin gotcha we just to We'll, get, well, let's see. I, I hate to do this to you, Austin, but you've gotten most of the questions anyway. All right. Next, Blue Heron says, do these well-vetted interlocutors support M4A? I'm embarrassed that I don't know what M4A is. What's M4A? Uh, is the it, is it same, same to me. I, didn't, I don't yeah. even know what it was talking about. M as in monster, four as in the number A as in Arnold. M4A, I, I don't know. I'm not an encyclopedia.
4: Okay. I, I'm sorry, Glover, you got me. I must be dumb and the earth must be evolved. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know the context of that. M4, M- M4A.
3: Um, okay. I, I think that's referring to what you were talking about before, about some locking mechanism with the, the weather balloon, but I'm not sure.
2: Gotcha. That and you said earlier. You bet. Thank you. Robert Summers, thank you as well. Says I have personally talked to 400 flat earthers who said they all make everything up.
4: Wait, what? I, I, the NASA makes everything up and says you live in a freaking dude, guys. They told you, you lived on a freaking ball where water bends around it in a vacuum with gas around it, and you're like, oh, watch well, just want some evidence. Oh, well, here's a cartoon, guys. It's it's stupid. It's a claim against natural law. It's just Put our big boy pants on except maybe we were tricked about some things and you know natural law is natural law and yeah maybe that means it was designed guys
2: yeah that's right the earth was designed but it's gonna be okay gotcha thanks for your question this one comes in from sleepy dan says no evidence of people getting arrested at the 60th parallel Witsit it is lying go get arrested there and prove the conspiracy is real
4: there actually has been some people arrested and one dude was arrested like three or four times. And again, I can just link for anyone that actually wants to know, just email me. Actually, please don't if you're a Gamma, please don't email me. I get enough of you people. but. Like, anyway, 2014, the U.S. passed legislation where it says if you pass 60 South Latitude and you have external fuel supply or water supply that isn't prohibited, in fact, they don't even have to articulate suspicion. They can pull you over, retain anything that's on the ship. They can stop your travels. They can actually seize the vessel or the, any type of uh, transportive uh, methodology. So that's what they say. That's not what I say. So, yeah, you literally can't just free, pre, or freely and privately go travel past the 60 South Latitude.
2: You got it. Thank you so much. Just saw some people joined the Kickstarter. Thanks so much, folks. I am super excited, you guys. We have passed 2100. So that is cruising. I'm telling you guys, believe me, it's going to happen. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't care if me, T-Jump, and Steven Steen have got to go put on a car wash this month. We are going to make this event happen. And so thanks for joining us and that support. We appreciate it, folks. I promise it's going to be a he- heck of a show. With that, next question. This one comes in from Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith. Singular says, Witsit, it? Can you provide your measurements and experiments debunking the distance to the sun? You made positive claims, bro.
4: Debunking the distance to the sun, the pseudoscientific claim that's 93 million miles away, it changed six times in the last century. By the way, the whole overarching theme here for everyone just to understand is there's three poor claims that the earth's a ball, it spins in a vacuum. And my boy Miggy, if you don't know, check him out, Miggy, on YouTube in the link in the description to my most recent videos. Yeah, he breaks it down pretty simple, right? Do you have any actual evidence, or is it just a belief for the fact that it's a ball that it spins, that it's in a vacuum? Everyone knows it's just a belief. There is no empirical evidence. So shout out, Miggy, shout out, 24-7 Flat Discourse, where you need to have this discussion. Not to be too non-sequitur, but the point is, yeah, this, the distance to the sun, what are you talking about? Just a scientific fairy tale. They keep updating. They're going to change it in a year. Then you're going to ask me why I don't believe the news story. I, I, don't, I don't believe
2: in fairy tales. Gotcha. Thanks for your question. This one comes in from Aurora. says, what is the agenda behind proving a flat earth. And what are they to gain from proving that it is flat? That, this goes to both Witsit and Gek, please. I oh, think I think I think they're saying like, so like what's, what's the agenda behind proving a flat earth and what are they to gain from proving that it is a flat? Uh, okay, I'm confused. What do you guys think? yeah i mean i would say i don't know i mean what
4: why would they lie we have a whole rap song about it just look it up on my channel why would they lie but um you know what's the motive for like just like finding out if it's flat well it just means that we don't know fully where we live and we should just continue on as a as an entire group of people we should all agree that we have the right to traverse the earth freely and to truly know where we live and that's just what it comes down to we just want to figure out what the truth is and and who are these little group of people that apparently think that they're entitled to somehow determine what we're allowed to know and that's all it comes down to it's not much more than that and of course people are scared because it means that the earth had to be designed if it's geocentric and maybe that means some people need to get their right way or their life right with god
3: gotcha i I just want to be so I'll, i'll answer now so you can you can be a christian or have any other religion really for that matter and still believe the earth is a globe i don't think that has anything to do with that the universe can still work in the geos uh in the the globe model and you can absolutely still believe in a creator or a god there shouldn't be anything tied to that or wrong with that in fact you would think that god would make laws that made sense right in the universe he created uh so that there shouldn't be anything tied to that so i think on an agenda i don't think it has there'd be no kind of religious agenda there. that wouldn't make sense and like i said before with conspiracy theories if if there's not money involved then likely the conspiracy theory is just that it's a conspiracy theory that holds no water Just to, just
4: real fast to say i mean they told we you must that you move. live this, I hate this rock that expands in nothingness so that's what i'm saying but anyway we'll talk about it later bro
2: Next up, Elspagato, thank you for your question. Said one last thank you donation. Got lots of fiber from the word salad portion of this debate. Oh, snap. Zing. Okay. Fa q tube says, Does Witsit have an answer that's not word salad? Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you really care to respond to that, <laughs> Diana Bender, thank you, <laughs> says, okay, someone asked my question. So here is another one. If we are, are in a dome, why do we have wind and especially tornadoes and hurricanes?
4: yeah we live in a closed dynamic system system again constant introduction of gas to the surface level energy constantly fluctuating being introduced from outside of the closed dynamic system it appears either way fluctuation of weather patterns and temperatures and of concentration of gas to surface level so we have live in a closed dynamic system
2: gotcha and thank you for your question this one comes in from sleepy dan no no, no we got that one we now andreas elda says three words thanks bob and interesting
4: I don't get it. He's talking about things, Bob. He supposedly showed 15 degrees, Bob, from Globusters, 15 degrees per hour. But of course, he didn't actually do that because we took the same gyro, and then we measured it at the same latitude at different altitudes, and we got over a degree in variance of precession of the gyro. If the Earth is spinning, causing the precession of the gyro, it has to stay the same at the latitude because it means the Earth's spinning at the same speed relative to its location, but it actually changed. So ironically, Glo- Globusters, Bob, actually just refuted your nonsense that
2: the air spins. Alan H., thanks for your question, said, Witsit, what about McMurdo Station, Antarctica? My dad was stationed there for one year, and he's not military
4: yeah but he still had guidance and approval and clearance to even be there he had to be on a subject to monitoring at any point in time so yeah you have to have clearance to go anywhere close to antarctica you can't just go privately freely explore it and try to substantiate what's actually there so your dad went based on approval no one denies that that can happen i know numerous people that have done it it's actually very expensive unless you have some type of bypass but nevertheless that's not the problem we want to freely and
2: privately explore not just go where they let us go byron miller thanks for your question said I'm a flat earther, and somebody asked about steroids and tights. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I just don't get it. Next, L- Elite test 2 says, quote, It's anatomy, duh. Nice evidence for vestibular systems, bro. You haven't observed semicircular canals personally. You're trusting scientists. No, I'm not trusting science. I explained,
4: I answered you directly. You just, uh, when I move my head like this, I am using my vestibular system to detect angular motion. I know I have a vestibular system. I can dive into a pool, be upside down. My spatial reasoning is off. I have a vestibular system that seeks equilibrium relative to my down. So it is nothing to do with faith. It's how I operate and how we maintain it. We can use bioluminescence to
2: track the activity of the.
4: Vestibular system.
2: Gotcha. Thanks so much. And how, how embarrassing. M4A stands for Medicaid for all. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm not embarrassed I didn't know that, James. I'm cool with that. What do you guys think? Are you guys all for, I think Blue Heron asked before if you are for M4A.
4: I think that no one should, like, in America, this wealthy country should go, like, be sick, just left out the dry. But no, we shouldn't create, like, some socialistic, equality of it would make the
3: medical field just plummet so no so for for me i think you have to balance what you what you think of as capitalism i think the the pros of capitalism simply outweigh that but with medical you can't always if if i have an issue and i need to call an ambulance my wife is not going to call around to find the cheapest ambulance so that does not necessarily work in a capitalist uh view of it so I think when you talk about social systems can you have a combination of the best of both worlds and that's honestly what we have in the US and many other uh, civilizations including even China and Russia have a combination of socialist and capitalist uh, ideologies so it's probably not one or other it's a mix of the two
2: Gotcha and thanks for your question this one comes in from D's to the V said shout out to. Flat Earth Discord. We also have a Discord linked in the description. Jordan Smith, thank you for your question. Says, Dear son, I didn't ask you to deflect with word salad. I asked you for measurements and experiments to your positive claim. If you can't provide that, I will accept you conceded and admit you lied. What was that to me? Necessary antecedents to gas
4: pressure physical container. I can show it a thousand different ways. Electromagnetism can only work on a flat Earth because you can't explain a monopole or the necessary antecedents to a magnetic field being two poles, which means we'd have a quadrupole. Every single aspect of the conversation is that we can empirically validate it with scientific experimentation and replication over and over and over and over and over. Water conforms to its container and seeks level over and over and over. Gas pressure needs a container over and over. We test the surface of the Earth, measurements and observations as flat in every direction over and over and over. We are the only ones with empirical evidence. The core natural claims of the globe Earth have literally none, and it's 2020, so welcome to clown world.
2: Gotcha. Thank you for your question. This one comes in from... One second, got to... Challenge with my page loading. Good opportunity to remind you, we've got several more questions, but our guests are linked in the description. So if you want to hear more from Witsit or from Gek, you certainly can, folks. And this one comes in from D's to the V. It says shout out 24/7 Flat Earth plus Miggy and his three-point takedown. Thank you. Good job to Miggy. Who's Miggy? Next. Uh,
4: make- Maybe
2: just a legend on 24-7, yeah. Go check him out. <laughs> gotcha. Vector, thanks for your question, said, Witsit, do you have proof that there were in- meetings to decide to hide the Flat Earth from the public? Evidence of a misinformation campaign?
4: Bro, like, what kind of question is that? Like... Uh- do you have a video of the evidence of when Trump decided to go and cheat with a porn star? Like, no, dude, I don't need that. Like, they, I don't need to prove their motive. Yeah, they signed the Antarctic Treaty and told the whole world about it. Every major world's nation or every major nation in the world agreed to freaking not let you go explore Antarctica, bro. Like, it's public
3: information. Gotcha. Doesn't make sense, and there's no motive.
4: Yeah, because the ice cap's going to melt and we got to save the penguins. That's why you're not allowed to uh, prove the one thing that would prove there is a ball because we've got to save the penguins.
2: Next, this question comes in from Alan H. Says, Witsit, he was paid to work there at McMurdo. Okay, I know
4: there are times when people contracted and paid to work in Antarctica, you can only go to a specific location subject to being monitored on an approved guided tour or an approved workmanship via the contract that you agree with the government and the adhering parties to the treaty. So that doesn't help us out when we're trying to prove what's truly there. We want to go freely and privately explore it. That's why I use those words, everything I say is for a reason, right? We want to be free and private. We don't want the government letting them go stay in a, in a building doesn't prove that there is a ball,
2: bro. Gotcha. Thank you very much. And this next one comes in from Anthony Magna Bosco. Thanks for your question. Says, sorry, if already covered, what specific evidence would your guest accept to show that earth is not flat?
4: Again, just consistently measured and proven to be there, physical obstruction of curvature and geometric horizon consistent with the radius claim of the earth, gas pressure without a container, water bending convexly around the exterior of a surface etc etc consistent measurements of curvature rate of convexity of terra firma consistent with the shape claim and the size claim of the radius value until then we cannot intellectually honestly somehow claim that the earth is in
2: fact bending when it's literally not anywhere so i would need proof of convexity of terra firma gotcha 100th monkey thanks for your question said sent a super sticker appreciate that 100th monkey appreciate your support mike billers thanks for your question said To Dopey, I've made a GPS receiver from scratch. Software and hardware. They use globe equations. What have you done?
4: Okay, yeah. Using calculations mean nothing. There's a difference in measurement and calculation. All of the actual distances and locations come from measurements, plane survey data. You take calculations assuming a z-axis. I've said it three times in this debate already. Cartesian coordinates x and y, but you have the z-axis, just presupposing sphere rest using calculations and deductions based on the presupposition and no way empirically validates it. You can, I've literally seen an equation that explains how Superman flies. So if you think math proves things in the real natural world empirically and scientifically, that's laughably laughably inaccurate, we need some actual empirical evidence, then we quantify.
2: Gotcha. And by the way, folks, I promise that when I read the questions as if I am a character in the movie Mean Girls, I do that fairly. So I do it to each (laughs) because some of you are probably like, why is he just grilling? He's just grilling Witsit so harshly. I do that for everybody. It's just that uh, Witsit has gotten most of the questions tonight. Jordan Smith, thanks for your question, says... Another one for Witsit says, Dear son, thank you for admitting you're a liar by deflecting with more words salad. No measurements or evidence in your positive claim to the sun. Uh, my positive claim is
4: open-ended. It's simply that it seems like the sun and the moon are the same size. I don't claim fairy tales about mediums that define natural law. I don't claim exactly what the sun is, and it has a cyclical nature over top of us. For all of recordable history, you make up fairy tales about 11 vectors and random chaotic happenstance brought to you by Jesuit priests.
2: Dear son, that was my best interpretation or my best impression of Ron from Parks and Rec. D to the V. Thanks for your question. This one is, they say, Witsit holds his own for real, quote, in the field. What does in the field mean? Is that some, is like some sort of dirty slang? No, nah, it's a song. It's like a rap song I made. Gotcha.
4: Yeah, in the field. Geopolitically, we're in the field for Israel. I wonder, is it real? Thank but, you. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got it. An elite test says, Witsit, hey, only trust observations, bro, unquote. Also, Witsit blathers on about scientific terms he's never proven himself.
4: Yeah, almost all of this is verifiable and I can't prove myself. You have to be specific. You have to offer substantive specificity. Well, Everything I've said is just objective and verifiable and replicatable. I've gone out myself, seen a ship disappear, brought it back, yet they want to tell me with Bill Nye when I'm in seventh grade and rolling the TV in there that somehow that means the Earth curves. I went and saw it myself. The Earth isn't curving. The boat come back. Yeah, once you go test it for yourself, you find out. Oh, this is a little crazier than you thought. So everything I've said is upon the parameters of empirical verifiability. That's what got us to this place. So you're just making baseless assertions, to be frank.
2: Juicy. And thanks for your question, Elite Test. Oh, no, we got that one. Let me just double-check if there are any last ones that have come in. And want to say thanks so much for your questions. Thanks, Spart344, who said... Okay. We have one from... Byron Miller, thank you for your question, said, Witsit, can you explain meteors or asteroids to us? I've seen many shooting stars and craters on Google Earth, and thank you for your research.
4: Yeah, um, that's a, you know, falsification is independent of replacement. This is speculation. I typically, like, try not to do it too much because people run with it and try and strawman you like a definitive claim. but. I do know the Earth has an electromagnetic field. There is no way to explain observable phenomena without some type of background within this field. And there's a vortexual movement, that's what the Sagnek effect is, as the person that discovered it knew. And so the sky is moving within a vortexual movement within an energy field and it appears that's meteors or comets or something to that effect could actually be electrical discharges within the cyclical nature of the perpetual energy that is actually the electromagnetic field over top of the Earth, creating a celestial sphere. And that's really where all the evidence lies, and the globe Earth can't explain the magnetic field in its 2020. So,
2: gotcha. And thank you very much. Want to remind you, folks, a couple of things, housekeeping type things. If you love podcasts, want to let you know, folks, we are on virtually every major podcast now. We just got onto Audible, and we we're also on Amazon Music. So, pretty much anywhere you get your listening. We're probably there. Let us know if we're not on your favorite podcast and we'll work to get there for you so you can listen to us on the go. Also, thanks so much. want to let you guys know tomorrow, if you enjoy the old geocentrism versus heliocentrism debate, I have just linked. Tomorrow's debate on that very topic at the top of the chat So if you're looking at the chat right now if you scroll to the very top You'll see one from modern day debate and that has the link for tomorrow's debate if you would get a kick out of that New topic we've never had on before and also want to say thanks so much for your support guys I will be back in just a few moments with a post credits scene and I have big updates. We are really excited. I'm, I'm pumped to share some stuff with you guys. Big thanks for the channel and want to say thank you so much for everything. Want to say thanks to our guests. They are the lifeblood of the channel. I totally owe these guys. We really do. We appreciate you guys, Austin and Gek. Thank you so much for being on tonight. It's been a true pleasure. And folks, they're linked in the description. So what are you waiting for? If you want to hear more, you can hear more by clicking on those links. So thank you guys, Witsit and Gek for being with us tonight. Yeah, of
4: course. Awesome, man. Always enjoy it. Super cool, man. You're the homie. And uh, support James, man. Supporting free speech, free exchanges that may be considered fringe to lame people. So, yeah, hats off to him. And uh, appreciate you being cordial and cool, Keck. One of the few pretty uh, pretty respectful exchanges I've had
2: on debates. Thank you. Go ahead, Geck. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
3: I, I was going to say always always happy to come and debate. Um, and thanks for thanks for having me.
2: Absolutely. Our pleasure. And as mentioned, folks, I will be right back in 58 seconds with those sweet updates. Thanks so much. And stick around as we'll be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.